Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Toledo. We're going for it. Uh, it is a, a beautiful day. It is spring. It is official. Uh, talking with Jay over there at React Defense yesterday and a couple other people I hung out with. The allergies are kicking everybody's ass. You take pills. Brady's oh, taking man. pills. Everybody's on it. And my theory, again, holds true. Wrong way drivers start popping up out of nowhere. And no one ever says, ah, Holmberg's thing uh, about the everybody on being on allergy medicine has to contribute to this a little bit. It's every end of February, March, and April, we start talking about wrong way drivers. Yesterday, horrific. This morning, another one. Had two of them a couple of days ago. Everybody's all Claritin and Benadryl up. And if, they, if you're anything like me, it, you should not be doing anything when you're on the Benadryl because I can barely work a spoon. Comboed up with spring training. Yeah, and then you add in a little bit of like, I feel fine, so I'm still going to drink at spring training. Look, it says it on the box. Maybe not a good idea to operate heavy equipment. That isn't a backhoe. That's your car. <laughs> your car's heavy equipment. Yeah, yeah. I know most of us are like, well, the Claritin said not to run a backhoe or a bulldozer today. But they're kind of talking about that two-ton hunk of metal you're going 70 miles an hour in also. So if you're on it, be careful. Some people are unaffected. Like, I'm talking to some people. Like, it doesn't bother me at all. It makes me... I think you're one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Not me. I think I'd rather... I'd rather do meth than allergy meds. Uh, It doesn't... Maybe I'm just over. I'm just like immune to it now. It just doesn't. Yeah, you need a stronger. Yeah, yeah but you need to, yeah. you need <laughs> to you try it first yeah. to compare that. You're throwing that out. It's there. true. You're, and you know what? That yeah, came from yeah. ignorance, Brady. Yeah. You're right. I need to side by side some Claritin <laughs> and then a nice dose of crystal meth to find out if I have any accuracy at all in this. But yeah, I, I, I will take a spork and try to pry my eye out with Benadryl going through my system. That and the fact that if I if I stop moving for a minute. I can go out for 15 or 16 hours, no problem. That oh, stuff wow. is... I wish. When I got the allergy thing a couple weeks ago, and I called you guys at 2 in the morning to let you know, not making it in. Good it night. It wasn't so much because I was feeling bad. That had a lot to do with it. But I'm like, I got to take one of these death pills. And man, I was done. I text you at 2.30 to tell you I wasn't coming in. I woke up at noon, peed, went back to the couch, slept. 3.30 rolled around, woke up again. And I just kind of was in and out for the rest of that day. It was over. It was over. If I was, if I had to try to function or drive, good chance I go to sleep behind the wheel. Not me. I need a Lane Staley, uh, Scott Weiland cocktail to <laughs> mess me up. Yeah. Oh. I'm just. I we always... had a kid do that uh, over the weekend. Take the TikTok challenge that's been around for a while. The kid was 13 years old. He did the Benadryl, Benadryl challenge. What is that? You're taking 12 to 14. To what? Pills to That's overdosing. Hallucin- yeah, it's called did. overdosing, and he's dead. Yeah, because yep. you hallucinate, oh, right? You or you're supposed oh, to hallucinate. Yeah, hallucinate. Yeah. Yep. Every time I stretch, I feel like I'm about to go. Man, it's weird. Yeah, it's a strange thing. It's just a theory I've had for a long time. 
people on uh, that mixed in with whatever else they got going on. This stuff is causing these people to be disoriented. It's a spatial, uh, what does it call it? Spatial dis- disorientation in, in uh, the sky. Pilots, uh, like 20% of airline crashes, small airplanes, uh, are because of spatial disorientation where the pilot's like not trusting his own brain versus what the uh, stuff's telling him. And he starts to do the opposite is of what the plane wants. I don't know. Is that deprivation nope. or anything like that? It just happens. It just, happens, it so. just happens. They start looking and going, and it's inner ear balance equilibrium stuff. So their, their inner ear will say, like, we're turning. And they're not. And they'll bank the other way. And now they are. And everything feels, their body feels right, and they think their equipment's wrong. It happens a lot. To, talk to pilots about spatial disorientation. They're like, oh, yeah. Been in a cockpit while it's happening. Had it happen to me. They know. And so that's, I think that happens when people are on... The meds, I think they feel like they're doing the right thing. Remember that lady that ran into KUPD in Guadalupe? Just oh, yeah. Thought she was on the freeway. Drove right through our parking lot wall. Well, she was on the freeway for a little bit. <laughs> she was. <laughs> to get off the freeway, drive all the way around, hit crappy little tiny Carmen Road, and drive it all the way into our parking lot, and then just mash through the gate, and then she, she was out. Man. She was having her diabetes medicine had stopped working, and she decided to go off and float around in whatever world she thought she was living in and made it all the way to the gate and just said, I'm going to go 55 through this thing. Blazed through her parking lot. The gate didn't stop or nothing. Makes me think about Jamarcus Russell, too, how he could <laughs> right. function on... Caesarep. Now, yeah. I don't know that he was doing that during games. It started to look like he might have been, but he was a big fan of that for parties. And purple drink, look, I get it. If I was at a party and somebody offered me the purple drink... I'm going to take a sip of that. I feel great when I'm on that. It makes me sleepy. I got a little extra in there. I can start seeing things. That's that's the whole purpose of a party. But just keep your eyes open for that. Uh, wrong way driver thing is back. And if, if I have any brain in my body, uh, it tells me there's something that ties in with the allergy season that it starts to ramp up a little bit right around now. And if you're not on it, be aware. Yeah, look around. Like, make sure. Yeah, and that's the one thing. Don't drive by the on-ramps. This is the uh, season right now. Float over left as far as you can. Don't go in that far length because if they come shooting down there, you got no chance. It's weird. Yeah, I, I'm convinced. I'm, I'm convinced I'm on to something. It's a good theory. Well, I'm a jackass, and uh, that's my reputation, and that's what people know me for. So when I say something really knowledgeable, people are like, the jackass said it. There's something to it. You know who could do Mike Broomhead's out there. You do something about this. People take you seriously. Broomhead can do it. I was listening to that Suicidal Tom, the, the traffic guy's back. Oh, Suicidal man. Tom is back on KTAR talking about wrong-way drivers. Now, Tom, I have to give you some advice. When you say wrong-way driver facing the wrong way, technically that means he's going the right direction. So the wrong-way driver facing the wrong way is going the right way. And uh, otherwise, if you're a right-way driver and you're going the wrong way, you're a wrong-way driver. But if you're a wrong-way driver facing the wrong way, you're actually going with the flow of traffic. I almost turned around and went the wrong way. <laughs> because of the report, yeah. I'm like, whoa. Donkey Bukatia, our new... Uh, Bring Sal back. I need some we, excitement in the morning. We got uh, Jim. We're looking at a guy out there going the wrong direction. And if uh, if it were me, hopefully it would be a mangled mess of metal in a few minutes. Because uh, this sh- ain't worth it anymore. Bukatia, <laughs> our new... Got that Chicago accent going. He just doesn't want to be there. Looks like it's all going pretty well to me, Jim, at least on the freeway, not my personal life, but that's a different story. <laughs> uh, my love life is one big wrong way wreck. Uh, KTA Air News, Tom the Suicide uh, Traffic Guy. Live from the sh- <laughs> Yeah, Broadcasting live from a pile of my own human <laughs> I'm Tom. <laughs> Suicidal Tom with the traffic. 
Gate, D-A-R News. He's got his own way of doing it. He doesn't do it like everybody else. He just, you know why? Because I'm not like everybody else, which is why I want to put a knife through my own juggler. (laughs) Anywho. Yeah, Sal keeps it simple. It was an accident. Yeah, Sal. Nobody needs to know nothing You didn't see nothing. Sal will show up by Thursday because I'm sure the bosses over at KTR are like, all right, the suicidal traffic guy's killing me. Killing you. How do you think I feel? Every night I sit and stare at a bottle of aspirin and wonder how many it would take. Get LaGuardia in there. Oh, Sal LaGuardia with the traffic. Got another accident. Why you got so many questions? Look somewhere else. It's an accident. Stay out the 101. Who the f*** are you, Sherlock Holmes? Go to work. <laughs> Sal LaGuardia, KTI News. Yeah, I love their traffic mix-ups when, uh, when the old man can't do it. They get on the cell, they want more breaking news. There might be a body. Maybe, maybe not. Not real sure. None of your business. There was something hanging out of his trunk. There's not no more. I don't see it anymore. I don't think it's a problem, and neither should you. (laughs) Where's John Rolla? He should be here today. Why am I up so goddamn early? I got stuff to do. And go with Durant, 25 plus. This guy's speeding away like Tony when he had Adriana in a car. (laughs) They're going to roll. Anyway, look out for this dickhead. He's out there in a two or two. Some fell out the back of a truck. Don't worry about it. I mean, it must have been some sort of Chinese Pride Day out there in the 202. There's like four wrecks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sal Aguardia, and at least I'm not suicidal Tom. <laughs> we got a guy dangling off an overpass. Oh, I bet you I know who that is. That's our old traffic guy, Tom. He's gonna, is he going to do it? I think he's going to. Let's keep our eyes on that. He goes live. Is someone holding his feet, or is he just dangling? Yeah. Jim Cross live from one of our traffic guys about to dangle onto the freeway and give Sal something to talk about. Tom, are you up there? I'm going to do it today, Jim. I'm going to do it. Yeah, it's a good chance he's going to do it. And I, for one, envy him. Uh, I'd like to be a splatter stain on the 10 today as well. Uh, Jim Cross, KTR News, go f*** yourself. I love his sign. Yeah, it's the best sign off. In, <laughs> the best sign off in the sport. Uh, yeah. So anyway, just keep your eyes open for that. And if you're on the uh, the meds, take a Waymo, take an Uber, do whatever. If you're taking them, because and if you're affected like me, if you're not, you're one of those people going, "What the hell is he talking about?" Like you would be like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. Allergy medicine doesn't do anything. It does. Me. Some like I, I would guess it's about thirty percent of the population just gets blasted out of their brain. You know what does nothing to me? Like Vicodin, and I when I got the. Uh, Eye surgery, not the most, re- I got LASIK surgery like 12, 13 years ago. And they give you Vicodin to relax you before, little pills, just sitting, you know, so you're not nervous and stuff. And I'm sitting in the room of drooling morons waiting their turn to go in. And I'm looking around. And I'm like, is this supposed to be doing something? I feel more nervous looking around at this, this gaggle of lobotomized human beings waiting for eye surgery. And I don't feel a thing. So my uh, attendant gives me a second one. Oh, they, they waited an extra 30 minutes, like, just in case. Like, now you got now you got something going on. Like, I got nothing. She goes, are you nervous? I'm nervous that my body doesn't work right. Yeah. I, I, like, is this bad? And like, no, it's just designed to calm you down because, you know, it's a weird surgery to the eye thing. Nothing. Vicodin, uh, hyd- what are they, hyd- hydro- hydrocodone or Codone, hydrocodone? Yeah, that stuff. Uh, I have to take massive doses, and all that does make me sleepy. But you give me Benadryl? I'm I'm in heaven and I'm going away for a while, so shouldn't be driving. And I got to get the stuff with the pseudoephedrine. I got to get the real stuff, yeah. otherwise it don't do anything. 
I, I don't know. It's been and it's sometimes tough to get, right? It does, but I mean, like the you stuff you. Yeah, bomb. I gotta go. I gotta go to the pharmacist, and it's behind the counter because oh, they make some meth out of it. And stuff. Oh yeah, and then you can max out for the year if uh, you're going I think too you can often. Get, I think you can get three a month, three boxes a month. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, just watch out. Long, long, long way driver. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Every wrong Typical. way driver. You know what I mean when I say wrong way driver. Salaguardia. <laughs> KTAR News. We've got another long way driver out there. <laughs> Gung Ho thought he could go 500 miles an hour this morning. Was he in a cannonball run? <laughs> it's probably a Nissan, but it's in the way, and uh, you're going to have a problem getting around it. Happy Chinese New Year out there in the 10, because Jesus, the dragon crashed this morning. Always happens on the 10. I'm, I'm calling it the Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Salaguardia. Salaguardia made me laugh every time. Because they had to replace Tom the Suicidal Guy with Salaguardia midweek. Oh, yeah. And it actually got a little bit weirder. Uh, maybe tomorrow. We'll see. Because yeah, last last time Tom did the traffic on KJR and was suicidal, it lasted till Wednesday. And then Wednesday, this really gung-ho Italian guy comes on with the greatest name in the history of Italian names. Named after the former governor of New York who had a airport named after him. LaGuardia. <laughs> anyway, you don't need to know much more about what you know. It's my granddad. Don't worry about it. What are you even going out for? Haven't you heard of work from home? Do it. What? Jesus Christ, it's a mess out there. It's because you idiots. Oh, I got the helicopter. I got the bird's eye view over there at 27th and Camelback. For reasons I will not name, I suggest you stay away from that intersection. <laughs> Let's just say there's a lot of rap music in trouble. That's all I'll tell you. <laughs> now, speaking of that, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Somebody emailed me a few weeks ago and said, I don't understand Black History Month anymore. I don't get it. Like watching the news and stuff, I don't think they get it. So I've kind of been paying attention because it, it dawned on me that there may be something to this. So for the last few days, I've been paying attention to local news. It is my theory that the Black History Month has been co-opted by whites and black people have dropped the ball on what it is because i'm watching the news and the last three or four nights channel three and channel 15 do black a black history month story and it's basically there's one it has nothing to do with history it's just finding a black guy with a good job and talking to him for a few minutes an extraordinary gentleman or woman oh no they had a great guy yesterday and i actually was interested yesterday because he's the dean of journalism at cronkite and he was going to talk about uh, black history. Like, we'll come back with this guy. And I'm like, oh, that'll be. You know, I don't know any pioneers of of radio or television in Arizona, at the very least, which you'd think would be the focus of local news, who are black at all. And I, I, I know for a fact that school never taught me anything about black people at all other than slavery. And I, I, it's five years ago I learned about the uh, the Black Wall Street bombing and that's uh, shameful that we don't know about that. That's an amazing story, and it's just been buried. And so I'm sitting there thinking, this guy's going to come out and say, and keep in mind, there is one, as far as I can tell, one black guy doing radio in this city. And it's the morning guy over at uh, the AM talk station. I forget his name. Who wears a cowboy hat? Is it one? As far as I know, I don't know if there's any more. So. 
Like we don't have any pioneers in that industry. So I thought this guy was going to do nah, just to talk to him about his job and his family and stuff. And I'm like, well, that's not black history. That is white people going, go get me a black guy and talk to him and then call it Black History Month. Black history is about like, I would have liked to have known. So then I started thinking to myself, through my education, I've lived here since 1983. And you, you went to the same schools yeah. I went to, Brett, except we high school is Gilbert and Dobson. Otherwise, we went to the same schools. Who is the most prominent Arizona Arizonan who is African-American that you were taught in school? Exactly. Your face just went super snake. Like, <laughs> you know what my answer was? Connie Hawkins. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sons, sons. That's it. Kevin Johnson. I mean, yeah. Athletes. Right. I, I, zero idea because it was never taught anything Man, now about really that. Thinking. So to me, Black History Month should be called... Uh, sit down and shut up, cracker. Here's five minutes about black history. And not about some black guy with a good job, which is, a, don't look it up, Brady. Don't not, you dare Google good black Arizonans. But who would, but who would you say it would be? What, what, I just what told you, Connie Hawkins. I don't have an answer. No one does. No white people do. So in an effort to make Black History Month something meaningful, I think Whitey's taken it and just said, black guy, film him. Focus on that guy. They're not showing you anything. That would have been very interesting to me, to me, for my own personal benefit, to have the dean of journalism at ASU talk to probably Yetta Gibson, I don't remember who did the story, and say, here are five people in Arizona history that broke barriers and did work for the African-American community in journalism. Instead, it was, and it's a nice thing, and if I was the guy that had done the same thing, I'm not blaming him. But it wasn't black sure, history or anything. It was just Whitey might be a little bit stronger, but if you went down the line on that, the Hispanic Yeah, but we're talking about Black I, History Month. Yeah. Who cares about them right okay. now? We're talking about Black History Month. And they had a guy on there who was, you know, in charge of the whole thing, and they never asked him a question. So essentially it's become white people going, Ah, we gotta do something. There's one. It should be called There's One. It should be a channel three it should be like Arizona's family presents black history. There's one. And then they just talk to him for a minute. And it's it's like the most condescending crap I've ever seen. So I was kind of like, this isn't anything having to do with black history outside of filling three minutes by saying, I know a black guy. It's essentially the I have black friends. It's I tease Ian Schwartz all the time when they have a Jewish story. They send him out. I'm like, you're the weatherman. But if there's a Latke party or some sort of a, you know, oh yeah, Kishka, you know, giveaway, there you have Ian stand out there. That's the same thing. Channel 3 and Channel 15 is guilty of it, too. They're basically playing I Have a Black Friend and calling it Black History Month. But again, go back to your history here in Arizona schools. It's always just athletes, to be honest. Never once did they sit and focus down on, like, here's three or four guys that made it right. Especially in the business we're in. Super Snake. Yeah, that's about it. Well, I'm the guy from Kiss 1230, which is actually well, that's white me. <laughs> that was actually me. This interview you. You know, I have a lot to do with the uh, barrier breaking in African American radio here in the valley. You might remember me from Kiss 1230. I'm John Daniels. <laughs> that's you. Yeah, because a bunch of prick white guys wouldn't hire black guys to work at Kiss 1230. It was a computer in a closet. We didn't have any employees. Yeah, so I started to look at that, and I'm like, well, that's just wrong. And you know who's to blame? Black guys. They need to be the ones that go, no, no, no. Not some cracker, shaved-headed nutbag on the radio. Black people should be like, Channel 3, that's not Black History Month. You should be taking this time to actually say, here's something you guys don't know that you should know. That's his the family point. moved here in 1933. Not Adam. that guy, though. Who cares about his history? That's not that's a black's history, not black history. That's where, that's where Whitey loses it. 
They think if you just talk about a black guy's grandparents, that's black history. No, that's just a black guy's history. The whole point of Black History Month was they don't teach this, and Brett and I are proof of it, mm-hmm. in school at all. You are too, in school at all. So it was the opportunity to take a full month of the year to say, here's stuff that school skipped for the last 80 years that we want to see rectified. And I think black people dropped the ball, and Whitey picked it up and patched themselves on the back going, we're doing things for Black History Month. I don't see it. And it's late. We're two days late. Character features. That's all it is. It's there's one. Yeah. There's one. He's got a good job. Put him on TV. And it has nothing to do with black history. Nothing. It was what black history means to him. But nothing about that it was, it was a blown opportunity. And I started to think that somebody needs to say something. But there are no black voices in radio in Arizona at all. Zero. I am the one. So let me do it as James Daniels. Kiss 1230. I'm a little upset about black history month. I got to tell you what. We get into this stuff right here. We got to start talking about what happened, not what happened to me. That's an individual's black history. That's just my history. Black history should be taught all the time. Shameful that Brett has no idea <laughs> that the Tuskegee Airmen actually went through. You know what I'm saying? So maybe take the opportunity to interview a black historian who can tell you about things that have happened. And the best black historian I've ever known in my life is going to tell you about news you've never known. His name is Lou Rawls, and he's on Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city. Thank you. I admonished you for your white guilt and posted it. John Daniels is the greatest black broadcaster in Arizona history. And it's me. Don't you think, though? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Cameron just emailed and says, come on, fellas. Brad Perry comes to mind, right? (laughs) Bruce Cooper. Bruce Cooper was a phenomenal. They should be leaning on him. Bruce Cooper's great. One of the greatest people. And it's not that. But again, you're just playing there's one. Yeah. You're playing there's one. There's one. Talk to him. But what you should have with the dean of journalism for Cronkite is that dude breaking down how important it's been for that community's growth in this industry. If you're going to talk to him, talk about his industry and what was historic about that, not his history. That's that's a that's just dumb. I, I mean, the ball literally. has been dropped, and and, and when I've asked, I, I I talked to my buddy Reggie because I played. Let's talk to a black guy yesterday. Yeah, I, I did, I, I and I texted him. I'm like, serious question here. Has black history just completely lost its way and been totally commandeered by Whitey, which is basically Whitey patting themselves on the back with news features, going, "I met a black guy." That's essentially, and shouldn't it be called "Sit down, shut up, cracker"? Here's stuff you don't know. And maybe, you know, teach me about the Black Panthers. Teach me about the uh, Black Wall Street that got bombed, which is still... I still have no idea what that even is. You don't? No. Look it up. Again, I mean, You'll be ashamed that it wasn't taught. Wow. It's... We sent in the military and blew it up. It It was doing gangbusters business. They were making a ton of money. And they sailed in with the planes and knocked it out. Jeez. All the way down the road. Bombs. Didn't matter. Just blew it up. I learned about that five years ago on Frank Caliendo's podcast. I'm learning podcast. it right now. Caliendo cast is where there we was sat a, there. And like, and I didn't know And then there was a movie that came out that showed the military. There's been a couple of them. Yeah. And then uh, Lovecraft kind of dealt with it a little bit. but Got into the mortgage business. Yeah. I'm not trying to be Rachel Dolezal here. <laughs> I'm basically saying I'm stupid when it comes to that. And in order for me to try to open my eyes, the opportunity is now gone. And I got to watch Brianna Whitney at Channel 3 talk to a black guy and call that Black History Month. And that's not it. 
You, yeah, just take take two minutes of your day to look up Black Wall Street and how it started and how it ended. It's like, wow, no wonder they don't teach us this. This is pretty awful. So, yeah, I was just watching that, and I thought, well, this could be a thing. But, I mean, who's the most – I mean, Ohio's got a, a richer history with for of being an American state. Yeah. But I guarantee you, you don't have you got much Jesse Owens, on. who's an <laughs> there you go. who came through there. Yeah. Another. But your first thought is Jesse Owens. Yep. I mean, the pioneer that entertained us first and then, like, you know, became a and political figure. And, yeah, know. but he was forced into that more than anything else. Yeah. And that's, you know, yeah, he's a he's a good one, but, I mean – who else? Like nothing. Like politically, I'm just trying right. to think. You're going to struggle, and there's been plenty probably who have pushed yeah. agendas and done this and done that. Nobody knows anything, and some you don't. It doesn't mean you have to agree that they're great people. It just teaches. Like a lot of people we get taught about in history that aren't good people, we get taught anyway. But this is it just to me. I'm watching. I'm like somebody. After to say Jesse, something. there's Archie Griffin, and then <laughs> right. then you got all the Ohio State Heisman Trophy winners, right up to C.J. Stroud here recently, which <laughs> yeah. is pretty nice run there. My history with Ohio State is none of it. They can't produce a quarterback. They may have changed that in the last year. It is weird though, because I you know, and the man seemed very nice, and knowledgeable, obviously. But I mean, you don't ask him about his history. That's. So as cancely and weird as we are about race and everything else, and everybody's supposed to grow, and there's me sitting back going, oh, you're doing it wrong. Here's the list of prominent. Jordan Sparks is the number one most important African-American from Arizona. Is that an internet list I'm looking at? Who's throwing her hat in, back to be a judge? I don't know who Sophia White is. Theater. Marvin Bagley III. Isn't that basketball? Yep. Sharon Leal, she's very pretty. I, uh, uh, these are the most prominent. So right now there's a, a Viking, a basketball player, and Jordan Sparks. I think these are people from Arizona, but like the, born oh, okay. in Arizona. All right, yeah. So this isn't about like they're prominent. These are people who are here. Well, yeah, the most famous from Arizona, like born in Arizona. Everson Griffin is number six. Yeah. All right. Where's Cameron Jordan? <laughs> we got to do a better job. <laughs> oh, Sean Elliott. Sean Elliott shouldn't be eight behind. <laughs> Sean Elliott's like a top three, if anything, on this. On this list, everyone is an athlete or a singer. Miles Jacks from Arizona. Scott How about that? Randall McDaniel, I knew he should be higher up, too. He's in the Hall of Fame. Anyway, well, they're all just athletes. Curly Culp. <laughs> Every one of them. All right. <laughs> Ridiculous. So I'm not wrong about this. And then when I was talking to Reggie about it, he goes, no, you couldn't be more right. He said, uh, it, it just needs to be kind of a sit back and learn moment rather than a, you know, go find one. There was another go find one moment yesterday. If you think cancel culture isn't a sport for the people who like it, you haven't been paying attention because Shane Gillis, who was supposed to be on Saturday Night Live about five years ago, but somebody dug around in his podcast and found him doing an Asian accent and then saying, like, just doing jokes like, you know, everybody does. And he took a couple of pot shots at Asians, and it wasn't bad, but he did the accent and, like, the you know, big deal. Uh, but, you know, couldn't be on Saturday Night Live anymore because for some reason somebody targeted him and said, he said this, and he's a bigot, and he's a racist, and he's like, I'm not. He goes, I try. And so he handled it beautifully five years ago, going, this was a big break for me, but if you're going to take it away for this crap, I don't want it, and, you know, these people are jerks and whatever. And he said all the right things. Well, in 
a true effort to be like, you know, tongue in cheek, like, ooh, we're woke, but at the same time, we're into ratings. They had Shane Gillis host Saturday Night Live this last weekend. So he's not, he's, he's too controversial to be a cast member. He's too uh, filthy and awful to the human experience to be on the show. But a few years after, he can host it and talk about how I'm too big of a scourge to society to be on this show. This will be great right. for us. Oh, it's SNL. great for SNL. And, and it's good for him to kind of get a shot in. He did his monologue. And he's a stand-up comic. I actually like Shane Gillis. He's very funny. And he did his monologue about his uh, niece with Down syndrome. And he used the R word once. And he even said, he goes, look, I've got a history of it in my family. And he goes, I'm, you look at my face, you can tell, you know, I just barely dodged it. It nicked me. <laughs> and he starts, and he said, oh, boy, I'm, I'm really, I'm losing half the audience. He makes jokes about how the audience is kind of in, kind of out. I thought he was playing the audience and the detractors like a fiddle in his monologue. It's a hard monologue to do in the first place because it's Saturday Night Live. It's timed and there's no beats. And, like, you, Chappelle struggles for the monologue on there. And they, so this group of people is like, oh, he, may, he said the R word, and like they missed the point of the joke, which was the unity, because he's got his, uh, also has three adopted, I think, brothers who are African American. Oh, no, his, uh, they're his nephews. His sister had a Down syndrome daughter and then adopted three black kids. And he goes, in the ultimate form of like unity would be the one kid that calls her an R word on the playground out of nowhere. Uh, three brothers are going to come over and kick that kid's ass and he goes and that's just where that's the best thing that could ever happen and it's it's a funny joke to say wow you know this slur this slur is getting backed up by these guys who probably would have been slurred by the same kid that's going to get his ass kicked so it's a twofer so of course they missed the whole point of it and the people who want him gone have fired off this oh his monologue fails miserably as he you know goes down this treacherous uh, path of down syndrome jokes and making fun. So then they played the game There's One and got who? The most prominent uh, mentally challenged person out there, Chris Burke, Corky from Life Goes On. Again, they've dropped the ball too because there's, there's, since Corky, there hasn't been a, come on, need one more. The doctor? Oh, but he's pretending. Oh, okay. He's, and not in trouble. He's appropriating, but he's not uh, Down syndrome. Oh, he's not? Oh, okay. Wild case of Asperger's and autism. So Corky goes on, and I think they're waiting for Corky to start saying, ah, this is terrible, I can't believe it is. And Corky's like, eh, you keep us out of the jokes, and it's kind of dismissing us from society. So if we're not, if we're immune to the jokes, we're not part of it, that makes us less part of the whole fabric. And he goes, I like that he did it. And he's speaking from a place of uh, um, knowledge because he's got, you know, his perception of how Downson works from someone in his family. And so Corky didn't give them what they wanted, which was a pissed-off, mentally R-worded person screaming into the abyss about how he can never mention that stuff. He actually said, I thought it was kind of funny, and I'm glad it's been done because I like being – like my way of life has to be mentioned sometimes. And if we're immune to jokes, then that means you guys are coddling us, and I don't want that. The most sensible, smartest, knowledgeable answer and logical came from a guy – who, uh, you know... Who is representing maybe, the joke. Maybe has like a 93 IQ. I mean, come on. But they don't want to hear from him now no, because no, they, no, no, he no. didn't say what they wanted him they to say. They won't go back. Really, he doesn't no. know what he's talking about. So at the end about. of the article, it's all like, even though Chris Burke is for it, like they're like, he didn't say what we wanted. Well, it's still really uncomfortable to most people. It's like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. And the best thing Shane Gillis is doing is just trudging forward like, I don't care. And he's these got people, a Netflix special coming out. I mean, this he's is killing promotion it. for his own. He's killing it, and he, he's which is great because he's kind of just lashing back at the people flailing blindly into the wind to try to get him. 
because they didn't the first time. They thought they buried him in his career. And there's a there's a wry smile and a grin on the face of canceling people when they win. And when they lose, it's like, oh, we have to double down. Go get him again. I was like, no, people weren't that mad. Nobody's that mad. That's why the dude was allowed to host Saturday Night Live. That's why nobody pickets. That's why. And then they were talking about the Asian uh, a cast member of Saturday Night Live, Bowen Yang, who's also gay. And they said at the end of the show, he actually hugged Shane Gillis. I'm like, oh, you mean forgiveness, unity, the thing you want more than anything, but you hate when you see it? They were attacking Bo and Yang for being like a traitor. Like, oh, he hugged him. He hugged him. Didn't he hear seven years ago his jokes against Asians? <gasps> like, yeah, he's a comedian. Bo and Yang. He gets it. Bo and Yang's a comedian. Not, not a stand-up, but he's like a comedian. Uh, he kind of understands that sometimes you have to do that. So, in a way, it's kind of a... You know, it's like watching those movies where you, the bad guy, like when the Wicked Witch melted a little bit. They're trying really hard. But then they went out and, and the most, you know, bigoted thing you can do, found themselves in our word and asked him, what do you think about it, our word? And Chris Burke's like, not much. <laughs> well, that's not what we wanted to hear. We need an angry R word. A hard R. <laughs> Didn't get it. I think, uh, again, like I've said for a while, I think the Downs people should start running for stuff because they're the ones making more sense than anybody right now. They're quick, one-sentence assessments of situations seem to be better than what we're doing, which is over-explaining and overthinking just about everything. Give me a single line. Give me some bullet points from a Down syndrome perspective on the border. And I bet you you'd walk away going, man... That's pretty good. <laughs> Give me if you have a Down syndrome kid right now, just say, "Hey, write down four things that you think should happen at the Mexican-American border," and watch. I bet you he comes up with something. Like, yeah, there's going to be like you know, you go like a circus or a parade. We can't quite like, build that. Right, number three but this is going to be. We can work with number three is going to be like a Ferris wheel or a big slide. Ignore the obvious, but it, there's going to be a couple of good ideas in there. We just have to sift through. But I don't know, and they're, they're like, we need an angry R word. I don't think they exist. I don't think you're going to have an angry R word. I don't think you can. I think you're just fine with pretty much everything. Chris Burke proved it. Hey, he made some jokes about us. Well, get over it. I've been through worse. It's like, oh, yeah, sorry. But TMZ and MSNBC and all these places are trying to go out and find angry R words to be mad at Shane Gillis to try to finish him off. And it's not working. His, his monologue was pretty funny, too. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was not no. bad. The show was not good. I, that's why I don't watch yeah. it. That's why I didn't catch it. I just, the show's terrible. I only wanted to watch it just because I And knew. I've seen a couple of monologues that weren't that, I mean, yeah. just tuning out after that. Norm MacDonald had a thing years ago. He was fired from Saturday Night Live because, at the time, the head of NBC was best friends with O.J. Simpson. Uh, and he made fun of O.J. Simpson a lot. So they called him into the office, and they said, the O.J. Simpson jokes aren't funny, and you're not funny. And Norm's like, I think they're funny. And he's like, they're not. And if you do any more of them, you'll be done. I think it was Don Olmeyer was the guy who was in charge. So Norm goes and does a couple more O.J. jokes and gets canned. And it, the reason why, he just wasn't funny. That was NBC's stance. Norm's just not funny. It's not because of what he said. They wouldn't ever stand with O.J. But, no, it's just not funny. So then a few years later, Norm hosts the show. And he's like, if, yeah, a few years ago, I wasn't funny enough to be on the show. And now, evidently, I'm funny enough to host the show, which tells me one thing. The show must really f- suck now. <laughs> like they're getting unfunny guys to host it. And he's right. That's what they did with Shane Gillis. 
They created the storm, and then they put him in there and said, we're the only one who benefits, even if he melted down, even if Shane Gillis did piss everyone off, SNL wins completely. So go ahead and try to cancel him. I've become a huge Shane Gillis fan for this, and also a huge Corky fan. Corky knocks it out of the yard for us, and we hear Corky every day. I don't think everybody realizes that right here... We close the show with Corky every day. We're the only show in Arizona that represents the mentally... If you don't count KDKB. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Soapbox morning. I got up on it. So stop playing there's one and start doing your job, Channel 3, Channel 15, Channel 10. Hayden, I'm looking at you. Troy Hayden, you can change this whole thing. Stop playing there's one and go talk about black history for real. I would like to see Troy Hayden sit in a room with a uh, black historian just yelling at him about things he doesn't know and have Troy going, God damn, stop. I didn't know. (laughs) And who else you don't know? Crack up. I would love it. Just some dude on the street. If you're going to play there's one, Channel 3, Go find one. Go down there to 27th Avenue and Camelback. Oh, no, no, we can't do that. We're not going over there. Are you crazy? I'll go down to the Cronkite School and see if anybody's, you know, prominent in charge, like, you know, CEO of something. I'll interview one of those. And just go up and send Brianna Whitney up and go, excuse me, uh, black people? And they'll be like, what do you want? Can you teach me a little about history and watch these two? What are you talking about? Just a little. What do you know about black history that you'd like me to know as a white person? Ain't this a bitch? <laughs> that you a f- crook? That's first off. <laughs> All right, that's interesting. That's how we learn. You listen to the other side. Or is Arizona still a town? Hey, we're getting over ten percent. We got to do something about this. <laughs> right. I think there's a lot of that. I think that's called Gilbert. I'm sorry, but it's true. <laughs> seven seven percent, Gilbert. <laughs> it's not seven percent. That's boost. Okay, Some athletes are yeah, out there now. <laughs> yeah, you might have shipped in a few kids from Chandler to play at the high school, but I don't think that's <laughs> with a adoptions and <laughs> recruitment. Oh, there is that. I, you know what? I did. I forgot about the uh, white people making themselves feel better by getting it. That's true because that is contagious. When a white Mormon family goes out and gets a black kid and does the Tui blindside thing, we got this savage in the mail the other day. Isn't it wonderful? Oh my God! Give me that. Website, I want one. And then like 10 of them go up and the population rises and they say it's because... Third consecutive state championship. (laughs) (laughs) Wait till Gilbert Christian gets hold of this. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. I forgot about the the white ladies adopting black kids in Gilbert. And it seems like black people have moved into the area. No. It's not. It's white people going, I found one. I think the news is playing too much. There's one. And just call it that. Just have a little thing start and go. And now for Black History Month, it's time to play. There's one. We sent Ian Schwartz out in the traffic and weather van to point at black people and say, there's one. Ian? Hey, guys, I'm out on the track. There's one. I'm out on the van. It's like the Michael Richards game. (laughs) Michael Richards, without all the slurs, it's like Michael Richards. Yeah, there's one, Jerry. There's one. Anyway, if I'm offended... Because it's like, well, this isn't anything. Somebody else, uh, you know, a little tanner than me should be, too. But then again, I am the voice of the rhythm of the city, so (laughs) I do have a little bit of say in this. As the former feature, face of Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city. I think I might actually be the smoothest black DJ in the city. 
Now the super snake's gone. Yeah, I was going to say. Because James Daniels is good. Or John Daniels, I'm sorry. <laughs> James Daniels is a... He's an offensive lineman for the Steelers. I got a little confused. <laughs> Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one! And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUPD. Still streaming. Holmberg's morning sickness. Online at 98KUPD.com. Thank you, Mike and the Molotovs. Wrong way. Drivers point in the wrong direction, of course, on the freeway, which means they're pointing the right way. Be careful. It's a weird morning already. Got an email from a guy. Is that the one? It says, Holmberg, you're once again making sense in the world, mainly because I fought this fight and agree with you completely. Last February, my son, who's now in 10th grade, last year in 9th grade, as a Black History Month assignment, was told to write a paper about a black person in his life. And I emailed the teacher and I said, aren't we just doing um, I know a black guy or I have black friends as a paper? Uh, and she said, well, he doesn't have to do someone he, he knows. And they were handed a list of people they could do papers on. On the list, Kevin Durant, Monty Williams, Kyler Murray. Of course. Uh, she tried to say if I wanted to be a bigot and not do the paper, that was my prerogative. And I told her my son would do a quality paper on historical figure and do the job she wasn't doing. So he did it at uh, Emmett Till. It's a great, it's an amazing story. Uh, he said all the other kids wrote about sports figures or the black guy that worked with their moms. You're on point again. This whole thing's been hijacked, Jason. And it said uh, black. <laughs> I don't know if that's real or not. Maybe that was his <laughs> last name, but it was in parentheses. So I don't think you put your name in parentheses. I think it was identifying himself. Who knows? <laughs> been swiped. Brent, I'm going to have you look something up here uh, while I'm on a roll defending everybody. I want you to, I want you to find Hannah Burkaw, B-U-R-C-A-W. Everybody in your cars uh, do this, too, while you're driving. Seek out Hannah Burkaw, B-U-R-C-A-W. Not if you're on allergy medications. No, no, If you're on it, you're already going to go the wrong yeah. way anyway. Who cares? At this point, if you're already on the allergy meds, go ahead and start. You'll be able to read author. You might as well be uh, driving a Tesla. You get her? Yeah, she's an author. Um, I don't know if she's an author or not. She's got, it's a Hannah, H-A-Y-L on Instagram. Yeah. I don't know why I realize. Is that her? No. So she's this hot chick who's on uh, Instagram. Is she an author too? And she, look at the pictures sure, of her on Instagram. Look, her husband is like a really, like Stephen Hawking type guy. Oh, that's her husband? Yes. Oh, I thought that would have been her brother. And I've been kind of paying attention to her for the last few days. She's using him as an Instagram prop. It's basically hot girl with a carrot top. Wow. Like, she's a saint. She's getting Yes, she's getting all this attention for being so hot. Look at her in that dress on the right. Yeah, that's a good photo. Look at her in the pool with him. She takes him to like kids swimming lessons and dunks Stephen Hawking in the pool and and it's is it not only the husband but the kid too or is that There is no kid. Oh. That's I, him. That's who she's looks dunking. Like a little boy there. So they're on like they're making waves in like the Instagram world is like she's she's yeah well he looks like a little boy because he's got a developmental disorder Brady look at him he's about I see that now so he's yeah. he's he's a he's a prop he's an Instagram prop she's toting around and they talk about their sex life and all sorts of stuff that you know and like you wouldn't 
Good on him, though. Oh, it's great for him. Yeah. I'm so proud of him. But this shouldn't be about her website. This is about him. And his and his his ex handle should be yeah. I'm f- that. There's their wedding, and she's always dressed really hot, and she's pushing him around and riding his wheelchair or wearing like that one, like a low cut shirt and French kissing him. And hey, he must be charming, loaded. But to me, she's using him for fame. Look how hot she is. There she is in her bikini. He's not in that picture. Look at her. Do you see her new term? Well, new to me. Anyway. Uh-uh. I think you said nude. I was like, where? Where? Hang on. Where? What? Where? She's she wants to raise awareness for interabled couples. Oh, that's new to me too. So one of them is not able. Inter i n t, not e n t. Interabled couples. Ooh, but she is a you know, she's taking pictures of herself taking baths and. And he, he, they're they're doing sketches and stuff. They're doing bits, little plugs for uh, edibles. Uh, yeah, it, it's weird. All right, is he underwater? As he pops up out of the uh, bathtub, I'm going to be losing my mind. But the snorkel comes up. She'll put like a bikini on and push him around the beach. This is all about how hot she is, and that she's with him because she's without him, not hot enough to get attention. Right? Maybe a little, but not a lot. But she is... You're saying you wouldn't subscribe to her OnlyFans? I'm fans? saying if it was just maybe OnlyFans. If it was just her, there she is in her mermaid outfit swimming around. He can't do that. I think he's just filming it all except yeah, for... Yeah, he's not very interabled there. <laughs> right. You're not, well, you could try. She tries to put him in the pool. He's in the pool in that one. He's in the pool in that one. And then they talk about like their sex life and stuff. So I think OnlyFans is going to happen here soon. And yeah, I'm with Brett. Good on this guy. Yeah. Props, but it, it, props is right because he's being used as one. He, he hey, might as well come out of a truck. Use me yeah. up if I'm in that condition. She's like Jeff Dunham with a real one, because that's pretty great. That's, and there she goes. She rides his wheelchair around. She's that's, using uh, that's heaven. <laughs> this dude thought he had like no. Ch- and then I think of Larry. Oh, Larry. <laughs> Any guy who can't get a date, follow Hannah H A Y L on Twitter, and you'll be like, what the. Don't tell Larry to look. But I have to think, without him, she's not getting this kind of attention. How many people are following? Because I, I saw them on a CBS News story, and then they were they popped up again on Yahoo this morning. And they're, they're an interabled couple. And I don't think interabled couples get attention unless she's that hot and knows it. Because a lot of her pictures are dolled up. And the only reason people look at this is to be like, what the hell did he do? That's the pinnacle. That's the uh, that's the unicorn couple. She, it is. She may be either the most accepting, beautiful human being in the world or look at that. Or she's just using him to get attention. She's been, uh, as far as scrolling down, she's been around the world. Yeah. Oh, no, they're floating yeah. all over the place. Yeah. On that she and but look, she's no, making uh, money. Paid partnership yeah. at Expedia. All she has yeah. to do is bone that guy out loud, which evidently she was going to do anyway. But she, she? like it feels like she's getting attention for being a hot girl with a crippled guy. And it makes me a well, little uncomfortable to be... They've got a Labradoodle, nice house. Just post a couple of kisses. Hey, dude, stick your tongue in his mouth now and again. But she can't get enough of herself in yoga clothes and, like, being hot. We'll do a side plank, okay? 
elbow right under your shoulder. Doing a side Why would you show your husband? Yeah, yeah, you're. Oh, she's, oh, he's pretty good. She's going to make. I love this guy. <laughs> yeah, he just rolls over on his side. Don't get on me on Kenny Loggins. <laughs> no, I love this. Well, no, I'm, if Kenny Loggins had a hot wife, I'd be all over it. You're doing it for laughing at Kenny. You're worse than her. But she's all about positioning her cans for the thing. And she abuses her. And he's into it. So let's not go crazy thinking that he's, you know, hostage. Elbow right under your shoulder. Okay, here, let me try. I mean, that's it. Now she got him doing yoga and stuff. I like this guy. I like him too. He's like, he should be the hero. world. This shouldn't. Now, she really loved him. This wouldn't be her Instagram, it would be his. Theirs. Or theirs, you're right. Let's see how many followers. Million followers. Yeah, they're they're doing making great. money. Yeah, we're gonna get a few more after this morning. Yeah, it's a it, now they're getting paid, and he's like king of the world. She, yeah, there's some in- inclusivity. Team Shane and Hannah, uh, <laughs> squirmy, right down there. <laughs> yeah, she brings him up. Yeah, but again, Jeff Dunham doesn't tour around and Walter. We just know he's gonna show up. Yes, we do. Hannah and I, along with many members of the SMA community and Genentech's SMA Monterey program, have written and are producing and starring in a musical comedy titled Most Likely Not To. Yes, this is a real theater performance in New York City on February 29th. She looks a little like uh, the zoo lady, Christy. You're going to be an actress, and this is your chance. Uh-huh. Uh, Ed and I have... I just I feel like she's leapfrogging off of his disability. <laughs> I don't I think she's she doesn't get uh Hey, good for him though. Good for him to do it, but I mean is it bad? Is it uh, good for I, her? No, good for her. You no, know what? Because what would he have otherwise? She still has to have sex with him. So right. I guess the price yeah. to pay is look, I'm gonna do this for you and make your life the best it could ever be, considering all of this. And I'm gonna I'm gonna leapfrog off of that and try to get famous off what of it. What would he have otherwise? <laughs> right. You know? Stephen Hawking had Stephen Hawking had an affair on his wife. It still blows me away. He banged his caretaker on the side. That's how charming Stephen Hawking was. Well, like the old guy that was with Anna Nicole Smith back in the day. Everybody's like, oh, it's like, man, that dude is loving life. Are you kidding me? That was him just saying, I don't care about my family anymore. I like this. Why don't you come over here and ride this pony? All right. There's nothing more disturbing. Than uh, Stephen Hawking's wedding video where they kiss, because that's hard to look at. See them and Biden? No, are they with Joe Biden at one point? Yeah. You can't say anything. That's the problem I have with right. this. If you met him, he'd be like, I know what you're doing. Both of you. And you can't say it, because then you're the jerk. But damn it all if I don't know what both, they both have an agenda, and I like his. And in a weird way, I sort of admire hers. Yeah. It's like, look, if I have to bang it, I'm going to get famous for it. I'm too hot for this. It's almost like she's saying, I know I'm too hot for this. I know the world and looks yet, at this I'm doing it. And I'm going to do it anyway. He's really awesome. And he is nice. But uh, is it a fetish at a certain point? I love it. it he makes me wish I had a wheelchair. Score <laughs> that kind of action. His OnlyFans page. Is oh, just man. If they the ever list. did that, I would subscribe immediately. <laughs> I got to see that. <laughs> what does it look like? And they're making me curious. But I, if you met him, you'd be like, I know what you two are You've doing. seen the yoga. I think that's oh, yeah. a little partial, though, yeah. what you're getting. Okay. Well, he's just going to lay there. Or maybe oh. not. Maybe he's just a wildcat. It just looks like a blurry, bad drawing rolling around on a hot girl. 
But yeah, I want to meet him and just go, all right, all right. I'm not against you. I'm not one of those people. But I know what you're both up to. And nice job. Way to make us uncomfortable. And you guys cash in on that. Because we're not allowed good. to say. And good for the, uh, you know, for other future couples out there. That Sure. There's not many of those, though. Brady, stop. Lining up. There aren't a bunch of Scottsdale girls hanging around the wheelchair store waiting for their man. A Batman says, well, maybe maybe he's hung like uh, Rico Blaze. That's why I want to see the OnlyFans. Oh. Maybe this dude has some serious, like, maybe he's got an anchor he's hanging off of that chair. Bottom line is we all know what And if he to. was uh, just had the chair and that was it mm-hmm. and lived in a tough shed, <laughs> she's nowhere to be found. Does he, is he rich? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if she – yeah, if he was broke too. I'm just saying. See, but now you're a jerk with me yeah. for thinking that, but you're not wrong. But it makes us the bad guy, and they're brilliant at it. Oh, so we shouldn't be together because I'm too hot? We all know that's right. But I'm, I admire, like you, come on. This is, we we just can't see this working out in our own brains. It doesn't function properly. Love has no real. Okay, knock it off. But you're making me the jerk and you've done a good job. But I'm, I'm just saying what everybody's thinking out loud. I'm, I'm not afraid to be the jerk. I'm a, I don't care. But I'm the, like most people go, oh, isn't that wonderful? And then deep down, be like, Jesus Christ, what was that? But out loud, most people are like, I think it's fantastic you two found love. You know, there's a crooked pot and a crooked lid, and they just eventually have to find each other. And I'm so glad you kids did. Honey, let's go. Goodbye, everybody. Can you f- believe that? Those two have sex. That's just, ugh, that's just absolutely f- disgusting. But we don't say it to them. But I would say it to them. If they rolled down here, I'd be like, all right. Look, I could kick his ass. I'm not worried about pissing him off. You can sue me. And what's he going to do? You better watch what you say about my lady. Look, you're no match for stairs. I've got this. I'll just run downstairs and you can't do a thing about it. And I understand. But I love that guy. His name's Shane, right? Yeah, Shane. Yeah. Hannah and Shane or... What other side do you understand? You're, you're that gonna, you're, if, I, if it is working like it is, why yeah, not? Yeah. Oh, of course, promote Brady. it. That's but I don't, beautiful. But your brain is. But there's isn't where the problem it. is. Your brain's not thinking that, and neither is theirs. They know what they're doing, and they're making me the bad guy by putting it up there, making me going, "What the hell?" The second I did that, I jumped right into their pot of stew, and I start boiling up with the rest of us while they smile and go, "What's the problem?" Like, God damn it, you know what the problem is. I'm not allowed to say it. I just picture after the uh, each uh, Instagram post or TikTok, cut. God, I can't stand you. <laughs> I hate and then you all you hear so in the background much. is that, <laughs> that cash counter yeah. thing, the machine. I'm going to put rocks in your little pockets and toss you in a bathtub. Let's do another video. Yeah, they're the ones that it's passive aggressive, kind of like, oh, do you have a problem with this? I'm like, I don't really have a problem with it, but it's definitely messing with my eyes. And you know it. And that's why you're pushing them around in a bikini. This is hard for us because you'd be something I'd go after. And I think it's mainly because all of us guys look and go, I, I would have lost to Like, the world lost to him with her. Hmm. 
I'd hang myself. Yeah, what's she up Done. to? Or well, he's hung, actually, so. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'd hang myself with his unit. Can I borrow this? I just need the last four feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got an email from a guy that said, uh, I've been listening since 1990, and KUPD is going to be off my radar for a while because suicide's not funny. I'm like, you've been listening since 1990, and this is the first time you've been offended? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you have some strange boundaries. I think guys screwing a sheep, yeah. that's fine. Suicide isn't funny. Suicide Tom, the traffic guy, hilarious. Because he sounds like he's about to do it. I'm a real friend. Right. Anyway, check out Hannah Hale, H-A-Y-L, and her prop, Shane. I'll say it. She's really hot. He's really crippled. And we're the bad guys for going, what the? That sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> She's really hot and he's really crippled. It's <laughs> Hannah and Shane. Thursdays on Fox. <laughs> Hannah, my tires are flat. <laughs> Listen from all that rigorous sex. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, America, what the f is going on? Hey, you, slow down. <laughs> Just keep rolling, rolling, rolling. We'll be right back Come with on. more. She's real hot and he's real crippled. It's Hannah and Shane. What are you looking at? I don't know. Disney's Hannah and Shane would <laughs> yep. be a smash. Oh, it was a, huge. <laughs> What are you? If the whole thing would be like, what are you looking at? I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to be nice. I don't. I I admire him, and I also admire you for using him this way. And what the? Eh. What's You made she me the bad guy. She takes care of him, and he writes <laughs> checks. Right. You made me the bad guy. But I can't get enough of it. Now, would it be different if a very handsome man? Rolled in here with a miniature crippled woman. Yes. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. <laughs> right? It, he wouldn't be a good guy. No, he couldn't do any better than that, Jesus. Well, that and the fact that we assume he's splitting her open like a you know, like a football, like about the size of a football. He's, just, he's like banging a puppy because he's small and frail. It's okay if she does it because she's Something ain't right. I see what's going on around here. <laughs> If it was a dude and a crippled girl, it's a crime. Am I wrong? If I yeah, saw... I mean, because if, you think a little bit about this, too. Like, what if this is a sham? It isn't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If Brett rolled in here and said, hey, I met a new girl I fell for. I left Matthias, and I'm going, I want you guys to meet her. And then <laughs> rolled her down the hall, and she's like, hey, guys, what's going on? I'm like, she's a peanut, Brett. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, she's really hot, and you should be, she's small. Tight. Like, stop it. Check her bank account. You don't think I should be in love with her? No. Is that her Lamborghini SUV? <laughs> it doesn't matter if she's if she stick drives a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> the thought, and then they're and then they're on there going, "Oh yeah, we have sex." If Brett was doing that to a tiny little crippled girl, it's criminal. It's Nathan Sutherland stuff. She's doing it to this guy, and it's like, oh, that's awesome. Well, don't worry about it. it's not happening. I love love. Of course, it's not happening. It would be disgusting. <laughs> You gotta pick her up like she's a raggedy Ann. Forget <laughs> it. And Brett's doing videos where he's doing push-ups and he makes raggedy Ann do a couple of push-ups. And everybody, I ah, might do that. That would be. Ah, <laughs> I would do that. If it was, there they are making spaghetti together. Right. Her hands just holding the noodles. And he, and he goes to reach for the dough to throw the pie in the air and he accidentally grabs her and gives her a spin. 
Ah, ah, you throw me in the air, butthole. Oh, you're oh. talking to me on the other side now. <laughs> I forgot. I thought you were the doe. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Brett and Alicia, the crippled midget. <laughs> Brett and Alicia found love online. No, he's a pervert if he does it. When a, when a hot girl does it, it's love and we're all supposed to understand. If Brett starts boning a peanut in a wheelchair, we're all going to we'll throw him in jail, and rightfully so. You think she's turning down offers from TLC? Oh, she's not turning them down. She's sorting Waiting out which the is the right. best. Yeah. Right? She's getting, yeah, you're absolutely right on that. There's no question. There's some offers. Like, you know what? I think I'm just going to do this on my own. Why well, get a production company involved when you're making a fortune on Instagram? And when it starts to peter out a little bit, when people are tired of feeling like something's not right here. It's just, I know we're all equal. Uh-uh. It's not the norm, John. But It's not the norm. But if you flip this, the genders, it's a crime. So, I'm proud of him. I think it's great. But if Jason Momoa was banging a tiny little crippled girl, he wouldn't be America's sweetheart anymore. Be like, that guy's a jerk. Like, he's totally, t- and, and what crippled girl wouldn't want that? Same as that crippled dude wants the hot chick. Can we say crippled? Is that a thing still? Disabled. Ah, I think they hate that, too. Differently abled was a thing for a while. Differently abled. But okay. I'm not saying that. That takes too long. Crippled is good. But wouldn't a crippled girl in a wheelchair want a smoking hot dude, too? Probably, right? Oh, yeah. Like if, if a girl who was frail, like bird-boned like this guy... Is Gimpy Joe overhand? <laughs> I mean, that's I mean Gimpy Joe's okay. okay. I'm going to stick with crippled, but I like your Gimpy Joe. So, yeah, I mean, if this girl's like, well, I just met Jason Momoa and he wants to sleep with me, people would call the police. What are you doing, Momoa? You're going to split her in half. Well, she is 32. I'm in love with her. Do you leave Jason and I alone? She's literally the size of your penis. You cannot do this. It's, stop it. Have at me, Aquaman. You know Tonight they, on Aquaman and Barnacle Girl. You know why they call him Aquaman? Because he's always swimming in my wet. Oh. oh, dear God. See, you don't want to hear it from a crippled girl. That dude says it. He's like, all right, high five, bro. Anyway. Honey, bag change. <laughs> right. Wow, you really knocked something loose. My sack filled up in the middle of that. You want to wipe my ports? Finger my ports. Oh, shame. That's right. Now, reverse it. Brett, finger my ports. Oh, Jesus Christ. Put put Brett in jail. Oh, with the words. Not happening. Of course it's not happening. It's terrible. (sighs) People are looking her up, though, getting all the emails. What if they double down and end up having 19 kids? It'd be TLC goldmine. Their house would look like a habit trail with all the ramps and tubes. (laughs) Anyway, I just saw it, and I'm like, they're getting some headway. Let me place a a spin on this that, yes, we all are slapping high fives to the crippled girl banging, or crippled guy banging the hot girl, but if you flip that around, it's criminal. Man, Criminal. what if the relationship was like he just watches? Like Toledo? She has, yeah. He's a cop. Yeah. <laughs> they have a great sex life. That's what he keeps saying. They won't stop talking about that, which again is like, God 
damn it, I have to react to that. But if I say anything, I'm a bad guy. Anyway, I don't know what you're going to do, but take a look at her because she's working. <laughs> it's just, it, it, it doesn't add up. I have the pictures on my phone, I'm like, come on. This one where she's just, he's got a backpack like they're sending him off to fifth grade. I don't like it. I don't understand it, that's why. She looks like Christy from the zoo. And he is, you know, he has a right to be loved. He kind of looks like Troy. <laughs> he's got a little Hayden in him. <laughs> you know, all those news people have really big heads. So he, he's got that. <laughs> uh, he's more like Cohagen. <laughs> Give him the air. <laughs> anyway, just thought I'd point that out to everybody. That's been on my brain since I saw them. And then when I saw him again this morning, I'm like, all right. They're starting to make waves. They're on national news stories, and now they're in the Yahoo this morning. And He said, would you do it, John, if, she, if he was a cuck? And he sat in the corner while you did your thing. And looked over and saw Hawking in the corner. Yeah, drive it in. Get it in there. Finger that thing. <laughs> All right. Could you shut up over there? He yeah, no. I'd just roll him in the other room, flatten his tires. He can't come back in. <laughs> I'd be at bottom of the stairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can figure a way. Two-way mirror. Yeah. yeah. I like that you have a ranch-style home. Yeah, I bet you do. i got to put up some speed bumps. Vincent writes, Hannah and Wheels, and Larry is still single. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think of Larry when I see this all the time. When I saw Stephen Hawking making out at his second marriage, which started before his last one was over. The affair. I thought of Larry. Damn it. It's those Midori Sours. <laughs> this guy's calling her out, actually. This one says, this Hannah chick and Shane are not doing so good. Apparently, she's extremely aggressive with him. Is that right? That's what I'm hearing. How, what else? But he didn't put him Look, at the okay. end there. How hard would it be <laughs> right. to be aggressive? How Like being at all touchy-feely is being aggressive yeah. with his little bird bones. Again... Everybody, look, uh, we're so, you're the bad guy for saying, well, they don't need love. You're being a jerk about them. They found love, and that's beautiful. Okay, would it be? Then, okay. Then I'm going to get it is a, beautiful. I'm going to get a guy from Gold's Gym to bang a tiny little girl in a wheelchair. She's, she's old enough, so that's, you would lose your minds. Anybody who's for it, flip it. Well, it's different. Why? You just said love is the end goal. Bottom line, I, I I believe this guy right now is living the dream. I totally agree. I envy him all day long. But I also think there's something to it to make it like a passive-aggressive. Like, you know how much this will actually confuse people and make them nuts? That you... Because essentially, if it was an ugly woman with a guy in a wheelchair, nobody would care. The fact that she's hot makes us all go, what's going on here? She and, might get a little bitter if it goes more than five years if he keeps you're living. Not, you're not supposed to be. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, it's like, I've made my fame yeah. already. Right. It's like the old make-a-wish joke of those kids that were at Michael Jackson, and 10 years later, they're still bitching about it. I'm like, well, you're not even supposed to be here. Just tuned in. Fat guy with a good-looking lady. Are we talking about Brady here? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's different. Jesus, Andy. <laughs> Although there, there is. Brady will be in a wheelchair soon, probably. <laughs> That's just, you know, what she signed up for. Anyway. It could. It's an interesting. It's an interesting story. So look her up, Hannah H A Y L. I don't have the X. I don't care for it. It's on Instagram. It's all over the Instagram and stuff. You can take a look at it. But man, oh shit! This one. Uh, this guy says, look up Teeny Texie. T i n i e t e x i e. 
And this is what I'm talking about because I think I know who this. I think I know who this is. Maybe it's T E E. This guy yeah, might it's be. Or that's well, no. tiny, tiny, but tiny T I N Y T E X I E. He spelled it funny. But uh, yeah, you start looking at that stuff, and if you put a regular sized man on it, it's bad, bad, bad. There you go. That's she's mobile. She's just little. Look at the car, though. Wow, she's I mean, tiny. She's really yellow. little. But she's not frail or like breakable. She's just little. Uh, no, I mean like that guy, like yeah, wheel, like yeah. wheelchair. She's playing she's football mobile. and she's running and stuff. A little more mobile. Yeah, she's got. She's ambulatory. Her, she's functional without a wheelchair. She's just she's literally running an Oklahoma drill in this thing. So, <laughs> teeny tiny. Although it is a little strange. But if you, she's walking, she's she's just real small. Yes, where Jordan? There you go, little Jordan. And she's got tiny kids Jordans on, like Brady. <laughs> I'm, I'm a shoe Not size. Not even close. I'm it's a like shoe my... size bigot now. Right, I don't like that one of our listeners is like, check this chick out. This isn't who I thought. All it was. right. This is just a tiny person shopping at Target. This is no big deal. Anyway, no, because she's in on the joke too. Look, right. She's quite literally the size of a twelve pack of soda, though. And she's stacking. She's up. building her own stairs. I don't know. She, oh, that's what she's doing. Yeah. She's building stairs to the top shelf out of sodas. She's also a genius. I want a bitch. Just leaves yeah. her right in the aisle. Yeah, there. somebody else can clean that up, I guess. Tiny Tina. Jerk. Well, I don't like her at all. But if like there was Lady a Gaga. if there was like a six foot like if Tristan Thompson, who'll have sex with anything, evidently, was in one of her videos, I'd be like, all right, this. Somebody's got to put a stop to this. You can't have that. She's like a foot tall. There just has to be some protective measures put in place. I don't know what to do. Oh, now they're totally playing it up. Yeah. Got I mean, she's wacky stuff. Here. But she's using her disability as her prop. It's okay for her yeah. to do it. Somebody else is climbing on board. Who's her friend? Oh, they found her in the <laughs> oven. <laughs> they just keep finding her in little spaces. That's kind of fun. Uh, anyway. All right, what do you got on the big board of musical treats while we try to solve the world's problems? Hang on. <laughs> I keep trying to tell everybody that it's okay to feel the way you feel and say what you want to say because we're all thinking it. All right, Wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Uh, Josh and the boys are going to take care of you guys with all the skiing and snowboarding goods you're going to need. So uh, if you need the rentals, you need to purchase, they got you covered over there. And if you don't want to go up north, well, want to be lazy like me, hit the mountains, hit the trails down here, jump on a new pivot switchblade, which they do have in stock, or they got everything from Santa Cruz, Rocky Mountain, and all the stuff in between. So actionrideshop.com is where you're going to go. The guy Alex emails and says, those Shriners commercials must have paid pretty well because it looks like uh, Caleb did all right for himself. <laughs> it is. He's like Caleb. Yeah. He's a little bigger than Caleb and a little less fragile than Caleb. But if Caleb was with her, we'd be slapping high fives. But if a girl with Caleb's bird bone disease was with a guy, it would be illegal. And they run those spots when they're four or five years old. Oh, yeah, no. Alex is 41. He's just he's tooling around strip clubs and stuff. Alec. Yeah, he's he's like Gary Coleman, just like, yeah. wow. I made a mess of my adorable blanket. Anyway, go ahead. All right, on the list for uh, Black History Month, of course, you get the no- normals. Uh, Kill Switch Engage, Seven Dust, Body Count. Uh, and then we got Tool on there, Static X, Falling in Reverse. Iron Maiden for Adrian Smith's birthday. Hey. Uh, Motorhead Soil, Metallica, Fear Factory, Megadeth Panther. I love Edge Crusher. Uh... 
Adrian Smith's birthday. They just did a, a statue to Lemmy in his hometown. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Do you see it? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty neat statue it's, they did uh, of Lemmy. It's, oh, I, I liked it a lot. Lemmy Kilmeister. Was it his? Seven foot five bronze was, sculpture. Was it just to honor him uh, for no reason, or was it like a birthday thing or an anniversary or something? Or just I guess they, they wanted to do it. I don't think there's too many statues in the city of Stoke-on-Trent in Staffordshire, England. I think Stoke-on-Trent's got some people in it. In this building where they have it, it's it's Huge. Lemmy. That's an old like museum looking building yeah. too. They don't put yeah. No, it looks like Lemmy. It's a great statue. Let's do a little Motorhead. All right, Chase is better than the catch. Chase is better than the catch. Hey, go ahead, knock that out. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, "Fully erect." Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. All righty then. It's the offspring. That's concert psyching rock, everybody. That's going to show up here before you know it. April is not that far away. Here we are staring at March. And uh, right around the corner, we got ourselves that beautiful U-Fest that'll be here April 26th. Uh, it's got the offspring. You just heard them. Chevelle, Motionless and White, P.O.D. Bad Wolves, Buried the Darkness. Good show guaranteed going to be awesome outside so we're very excited for you fest 2024 tickets available at 98kupd.com i'm gonna head on over there check it out i got another email from a guy that's like thank you i've been watching hannah and shane for a week because he saw that same thing i saw i think it was cbs did a story on him and they tried to make it all fly. it was valentine's day that's when it was they were trying to make that love connection with like strange couples and they were one of them Internet sensation, and they tried to make it all lovey-dovey, but deep down, it's for clicks and attention, and basically to make me a little woogie and uncomfortable while I try to sort out what the hell's going on. I know what's happening around here. Hard to not look at her, though. No, one guy just emailed and said, I don't think she's that hot. She's too hot for that guy. (laughs) She's upright, man. Anyway. Uh, It's time for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows we call this. The Brady Report brought to you by Hooters. And if you got plans for tonight, you can check out, uh, or if you don't have plans, I suppose. Uh, It's got a question mark. I didn't read that right. Got plans for tonight? Check out Trivia Tuesday tonight and every Tuesday from 7 to 9 at Hooters West Phoenix location. And don't forget about the wings while you're at it. West Phoenix Hooters does the trivia thing, give you cash prizes and all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, Food, just all sorts of things if you're a trivia buff. Head on over there. Hooters in the West Valley. And you can uh, do very well for yourself, earning kudos and praise from the Hooters staff Hmm? for being the smartest man at Hooters. I'd like to see the Hooters Jeopardy tournament. I think I would actually like the Hooters Girls Jeopardy tournament to be a real thing. Let's do it. Not us. Well, it could be, I suppose. But actually on Jeopardy, three Hooters girls playing Jeopardy. That'd be a great week. It would be, man... That's a good idea. Hooters Jeopardy. <laughs> the red numbers, I think, would be massive. Huge. We'd be going the wrong <laughs> way. They'd be augmented. Let's just say that. Uh, it's time for you, Brady. Please report it. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Pokemon Day. Oh. That had to take the place of another day over the past 10 years. There had to be something else on February 27th. They're just running out of stuff couple of baseless fun facts. 95-year-old groundskeeper George Tama 
Toma. Toma. Sorry, that's right. Him too. Yeah. George Toma prepared the Super Bowl field every year for oh, 57 yeah. years. Is he dead? Known as the Sod Father. He's dead. He's the one that bitched about the field here because he didn't yeah. do it here. He's dead. Remember? Um, he's alive. Okay. He's known as the Sod Father. He's, the pro, he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Oh, that's just a fact. You're not. He retired. He retired last year. Oh, this just that was the fun fact. Generally, fun. Fact. Fifty-seven years. All, oh, you know, right. every Super Bowl, except last year or this year. Hmm. The character Mr. Bean was almost called Mr. Cauliflower. Would have been the same. People in France don't really use RSVP anymore. They just show up? Because the language is too formal. No. Oh. If you don't know what it stands for. Respondez-vous, s'il vous plaît. Respondez-vous, s'il vous plaît. Pretty damn good. I said it different. pretty damn good. Respondez-vous, s'il vous plaît. Yeah. means please respond. Right. The first Christian church in North America was built in Greenland in the 1300s. Well, that was where the first Christians were. Christian Vikings. Yeah, that's was, they showed yeah, up north up there. It was. No, I know, but yeah. I'm, I'm saying they, they went had over ulterior and, motives. They just found stuff, right? Yeah, I don't know that they had ulterior motives, but when they saw stuff they wanted, they took. Let's it. build it. Well, they yeah. built a church, yeah, at their place, and then the Vikings came to it, and it was a hybrid because they did use some of the Viking lore still incorporated into the Christianity. No, I don't know anything about that. I just know that they moved some people out of Greenland to build that church. I guarantee you that. And then they floated south a little bit and had at the savages and then floated home. <laughs> That's right. And they then Columbus, around. Columbus, somehow or another, discovered America. And there were some half-white, half-Indian kids up there in Massachusetts that nobody knew about. How did the Vikings not raise a stink over that? Excuse they me? They don't care because they were criminal. Uh, I guess. Yeah, you know, Columbus was the true. first white guy over there. Trust us on that one. It's like, wait a second. We know you've been here. They were no, the we original haven't. Italians? Yeah, they were way, yeah, they were. Look, my <laughs> people My people came over here and used this place like Las Vegas and then went home. They had the decency to go home. Yeah, that was just a holiday stop yeah. for <laughs> Hey, guys, get yeah, in the get, boat. In two months. Get your fill. Let's head back. In two months, we're going to be, you're not going to believe the poon. And then they just came over here and did horrible stuff, left with a bunch of good stuff, and then they'd come back every once in a while. It's like Padre Island in, in Texas for spring yeah. break. When Columbus, like somebody had to go over and go, hey, Leif, uh, Italians say that they have found our, our, our other country. It's like, let them have it. Let them have it. The evidence of crime from the, the Nordic people through the roof. Then Columbus and his group came over and said, we found it. I'm like, yeah, let them think they found it. That, that exonerates us. Yep, didn't know anything about it. Even though there were Viking boats and like a couple of dudes with blonde hair hanging around in Maine. In a new survey, one in four people admit to keeping secrets from a live-in partner. A living or live-in? A live-in oh. partner. <laughs> Naturally, this happens more frequently with yeah. young adults. Not always. Than uh, older generations. But um, of the people who kept secrets, a third of kept something from their partner for over a year. And half of them are currently keeping a secret. Ooh. Two-thirds feel guilty about telling their partner something. 
but 40% have something that they've never planned to reveal All to their right. partner. Let me just let it out of the bag. <laughs> Uh-oh, what is you it? look fat in those pants. Let me just speak for all men. That's the secret we've been keeping the whole time. Yes, you look fat in those pants. Well, sh- you said I didn't. I know. I've been t- It's a secret. I've been keeping it from you the those whole time. Those shoes you really like? Oh, really ugly. Your hips are huge. It's not the pants. It's you. Oh, yeah? Well, well, you always said I didn't. That's my secret. It's out. It's trying to get some tonight for Christ's sake. It's just trying to grab your thick ass and do something with it. Now I'm not interested anymore, so I don't care if you... You don't look good in Lululemons. You look like a... It looks like a Safeway bag hanging off of a skeleton. Will you please? Yeah, that is something. Ladies, if you have sagging... I saw this the other day. If you're Lululemons... Or your what are they, those tight leggings sag Whatever a little in the back? If you if you can pull on them and there's nothing there, don't wear them. Don't. If, if if they sag on you, find another pant. I mean, if they're Brett's fastback and they're well, if you have a fastback, you, you please yeah, do not get those fastback with yeah. a sag. Any because uh, uh, I, I saw it and it was a lady and she had no back end there ever, and it just kind of the Lululemons were like, we've got nothing to grab here, and it just kind of. Sagged. If any part of it's sagging, you've got. Better, uh, you know those like English horse riding pants. Yeah. That flare out on the sides. <laughs> if naturally your yoga pants kind of do that. Right. Look. Probably. I'm. I pr- here's. I've turned the corner on that. If what? a big girl wants to wear the giant pants, oh, it's it packs it in. Man. So it actually does them a favor. Shrink wrap it. It's bit. worse on real skinny girls to wear the Lululemons, and it's just kind of like it, it accentuates how much you don't have a butt. Big girls, it kind of rounds out your ass. I don't want to see it unleashed. It I don't know because I'm stitches go. Ah! Oh ah! yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's oh, it's disgusting. I don't I don't want to be the pants, Brett. But I I don't want to see it coming out either because it would look like you know their legs look like a sock monkey's legs. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just the body and the boop. Yeah. <laughs> By the time it gets to her knees, she looks like a hot air balloon, just big ass, and it's, it's tightened up oh. her legs. But I think it's worse on a really thin girl to have Lululemons that don't fit. Than it is on a big girl who's just smashing it in there. Neither are good, but one is worse than the other. I saw this poor lady, and she's maybe in her mid late twenties, maybe older than that. I don't oh, know. No. And she just had no build, and That's she's tragedy. walking around in these green Lululemons, and there's just nothing in there, and it was baggy. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, have some respect for yourself, yeah. lady. What the hell's her. wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Go get some kids' clothes Ugh. or something. Another poll found that a third of us would leave our job if someone else was willing to pay us the same amount. To not work? That they're making now. No, they would leave their Oh, to go to another job. place? Yeah. So lateral move? No raise required, yeah. Yeah. Almost half of us would leave for as little as a 5% bump in pay. Then leave. Two-thirds yeah. would uh, yeah. bounce yeah. if What's it was 10% pay. If they're an offer. Well, they got to get an offer. Oh. Yeah. Well, I know, but I mean, if it's the same, if you're making a lateral move, what the hell? Just leave. Well, that's what yeah, they're that's saying. What saying. You have to have an you offer. You got to have an leave. offer in order to leave. You can't just leave. You can't go say, hit the bricks. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to get a job that's exactly not the leaving same thing. the job. Right. Be miserable. No, never leave your job without that's another a, job. Yeah, that's Brett's assuming they're miserable. They must be. Well, they got to be if they're ready to, happy if they're to make a lateral to move right. for the same money, you know? Yeah, lateral moves are a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah, you, you usually are just absolutely looking for a way out. Seek out an offer. It was a part of a survey. It looked into what makes them feel valued at work. 81% overall said they'd be more motivated if they felt appreciated more often. Get over it. 
I don't get that, Rara. It doesn't seem genuine if if your boss has to give you all the kudos all the time. Right. You have to get pats on the back. Yeah. Or you just don't feel valuable. Just feel valuable in what you do. I just want to be meaningful. Yeah, but it's not real. Meaningful forms of appreciation at work include promotions, bonuses, extra paid time off, a one-on-one conversation with your boss. Right. The acknowledgement. Awards like employee of the month. The acknowledgement is the paycheck at the end right. of the week. That's every two why weeks, you're there. Yeah. they give you a thank you. Every and two weeks. Every January 1st. Another year in. Yep. yep. I prefer it when my boss just doesn't want to. I mean, Trip just heaps praise on me, so I have no idea what it's like to be a sucky employee. So, I mean, you know, if you're having that problem, sounds like you. Because all I get is constant praise from management. So I don't know what it's like to be a person who no one likes at work. But if I was... I'm pretty okay with what we got going on here. And again, I agree. Every couple of weeks I get a check that basically says we still like you. Yes. I'm fine with that. The day those dry up, then I don't feel appreciated right. at all. Wait a second. You appreciate <laughs> You used to give me week. money all the time, and now you're asking me not to show up, and you don't want to pay me anymore. That's a lack of appreciation. This uh, 95-year-old former professor... Passed away. His widow donated one billion dollars to the Albert Einstein College of Medicine in New York. Wow. Her husband um, worked at the school as a professor there, and then um, got in early with Warren Buffett and invested some money. Oh, did the Berkshire Hathaway buy in the seventies? Oh, maybe even before that. Basically, uh, the gift will be, uh, you know will pay f- full tuition for everyone that goes to the school that qualifies each year. $59,000 a year is what it costs to go to that school. And they'll also make it proactive. Like if you're going to the school and there's scholarship money, they'll pay for the tuition right now. Oh, so they'll get it for that last People year. that are in. Retroactive. Yeah, retroactive, yeah. Right. Sorry. So uh, what if I graduate in May? Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Garbage. No, I don't. You might get the last semester. Ah, damn it! So if it costs me fifty nine grand a year, yeah, so to go to the school for four years, I'm spending over two hundred thousand dollars. And if I just happen to miss this window by a couple weeks, I'm out, and the next dude gets it for free because this billionaire died. Socialism doesn't work. You're gonna piss off somebody. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I don't have the just details on like paperwork the in. That's on you. Shouldn't it just spread out? A billion dollars? Starting from, you know, maybe it starts from now. Then if you're going to school, it's going to be covered. Oh, that's brutal. I'd be so mad if I just got done with $240,000 worth of college. And they're like, all right, starting tomorrow, it's free. Like, mother, mother, <laughs> really? Can I get a cut of that? Nope. And that's the thing. That's what. And they have to cut for the qualifying students. They have to cut it off. But oh man, that's a rough one. That's why that student loan thing pisses everybody off. If you you already paid your student loan off, and now everybody's getting their freebies. Forty-five-year-old Ronte Stokes was a groomsman at a wedding in Largo, Florida. This past Saturday. Stop it. What up, Ronte? He got kicked out after getting into a fight with the bride, who happens to be his sister. It all started as an argument. 
other guests had to escort him out the reception after he attacked her. It's around 10 p.m. He attacked his sister. Yeah, the bride. Yep. Around 10 p.m., the police said uh, alcohol may have been a factor. Sure. He also struck several other people trying to get out of the way, including his brother-in-law, a bridesmaid, a niece, so he's his own mom. Yeah. Oh, he swung at mom. Turns out he, he's got a long rap sheet and spent over 10 years in prison. Just last month, he got fined $500 for disorderly intoxication. He's now facing five battery charges, all felonies. They also tacked on criminal mischief. Who made him a groomsman? He doesn't sound like somebody like, you got to be at my wedding. Like, that's the dude you keep. You make him an usher at most. Or you make him just play usher. That's it. Just here's, here's your job. You play usher once. <laughs> the last little uh, criminal mischief charge was because he threw a lawn chair through the glass door on his way out. Well, he, <laughs> he they... wrecked everything. So was he drunk? Yeah. Dude's a hurricane. He ran out of Hennessy at that wedding. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> why, why is this Why is this mother playing Mossy Playground? Why is Mossy Playground on at my sister's wedding? What the f*** is that supposed to mean? Is Mossy supposed to be a playground? What the f*** is sex and candy about? Turn it off. Ronte lost his mind over... There's. I want to hear what triggered him because it has got to be... Lunacy, tiny little thing. Yeah, uh, maybe the Hennessy's dry. Yeah, Marcy Playground came on. The DJs pissed him off. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's do the chicken dance. <laughs> what the mother? <laughs> what the <laughs> is this now? Are you giving out? You're gonna piss out. Ronte's gonna kill everybody. <laughs> Turn it off. That's <laughs> why so he went to jail the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and Ronte cannot hear. Well, I know what this is about to get me to oh, go. Oh, here we go. I don't know what's going on around here. I love the name Ronte. That is that is a dude I am not. Ron's I'm looking not at, yeah. enough. We no, Ronte to... is somebody I'm not messing with. Immediately, just in the phone book, I'm looking like, ooh, Ronte will kick my ass. <laughs> the CEO of Wendy says they're planning to boost profits. By introducing digital menu boards that will have a capacity to display dynamic pricing that fluctuates throughout the day. That means the Baconator may cost you more during busy times. (laughs) And less during, uh, you know, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. You you know the good times. The hot times. All right, calm down. Is that the hot Baconator time? No, that's the downtime. I was going to say. That's a cheap time for him. Yeah. That's when he sits Saving some bucks. That's when Brady lay, also, lays also in the weeds and waits to pounce the Baconator. That iPhone chirp. Give it up. Two o'clock. Baconator. I don't, the fluctuation. I'm going to sit in the stock market. In the parking lot and wait for that to dip down to 219 before I dive in. <laughs> they also say they're planning to implement AI-enabled suggestive selling. Staying away from that, man. No, you're not. Oh, it's yeah. going to get you. No, you're not. <laughs> people usually add, add a frosty to their orders on suggestions. Let me just say that people do. Do, do people <laughs> usually? Is that all? I don't know who you're talking about. People always have to have. Would you like a frosty? Well, how can I resist with this kind of pressure? I didn't hit that. Oh, well. Why did you pump that kind of pressure my direction, Ronte? <laughs> would you like a frosty? Of course I would. I don't. This is high pressure sales. Sorry, that's why I didn't mean to be rude. And fries. Damn it, you're good. New York City might have a new skyscraper that will draw 
laughs from people, middle schoolers everywhere. It's called Pen 15. Penis. Yeah. But two ends. Two ends. Yeah. They'll still That's right. go there. There are, People are upset because they're also going to, one of the areas they're not going to build uh, any more apartments or condos, they're putting tennis courts in there. And that'll be 10-15 to match with the pen 15. Huh? They're building up tennis courts with the skyscraper that'll be associated with it. And they're calling it T-E-N-N 15. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> That's not supposed to be a joke. They're just uh, people no, are upset. No, no. Why are you calling it that? Know, because then, no, we weren't confusing it for yeah. a joke. Break. Slow news day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tennis? Penis? Anyone? <laughs> yeah. Back to the Frosties. I like a Frosty. No. Wash away all this. If you don't want to li- live Rontel. in the uh, penis. <laughs> Are you still talking about that place? You say Rontel? Yeah. yeah. There's Is another place. Uh, Ronte. Oh, yeah. Well, that too. Like Him too. <laughs> Rontel used to sell the pocket fishing. <laughs> no, that was Ronco. That was Ronco. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was a different Ron. <laughs> Rontel. Rontel. Oh, Rontel was just great uh, collaborative <laughs> hit music album. <laughs> New from Rontel. Those stylistics. Or he went to Rydell. Bet you Do from Rontel. <laughs> You're the one that I've been... I watched that on PBS the other night. It was late. And uh, Patty LaBelle was hosting something. As I'm flipping through, I'm like, hey, this might be good. And then she goes, ladies and gentlemen, the stylistics. And I'm like, oh, mother... I'm Here in. we go. Bet you by golly, wow. I'm sitting there doing the moves into the TV. Bet you by golly, So wow. smooth. There's a, a village in Antarctica, Villa Las Estrellas. It's got a school, post office. got a office. Spanish name in Antarctica? Yeah. yeah. How about that? Those guys if are crossing you, all the borders. If there. you and your family want to live there. <laughs> That's a hell of a swim. <laughs> you know, you have the HOA stuff. Yeah, if you sure. and your family want to live there, everyone has to have their appendix removed. <laughs> okay. Do I still have to pay rent? <laughs> in order to move in. Yeah. You'll still have to... Buy a house. I mean, I'm not using it. Why? Because it'll explode down in the weather, right? Yeah. It it explodes. If the appendix explodes, the nearest hospital is over 800 miles away. So they just get rid of the things that you don't need just up front. Yep. Like, look, we can't even risk you having an appendectomy. What if you just cut your hand? Like, you can't have sharp objects or anything. If you you can't have an appendix, you can't have a knife. I think they have some, you know... you know, surgery like appendix removal they can't handle, but cut hand cuts they can and stitch stuff you up. like that. Yeah, but they can't get rid of your appendix. Yeah, and all other organ problems, they can probably wait a day or two. Appendix is immediate. I, I see. I got a couple of radio videos. You do? I said <laughs> yesterday. You'll get them. Do you remember them? Bring Ronte back. Yeah, once yeah. Uh, <laughs> the beginning of a dance uh, competition. Oh, yeah. And the other one's a bull. Rodeo. A rodeo one. Let's see. Do you have them, Rich? First one that the dance partners start off, they don't miss a beat after a horrific start. A wedding or something? It's like watching the wrecks on ice skating, thick pairs. Oh, yeah. When they fall down. They throw each other in this. Yeah. And then they have to get up and act like, that didn't happen. Yeah. That's the best. I'm surprised she recovered from this. Okay. Aren't they not? Oh, this is an actual competition yeah. of Euro Latin dancing, World Salsa Championships. Okay, I know what this is. And here we go. They're salsing away. 
That's that. Look at that. It's got to restart. Oh, they're dead. This is after she got yeah, tossed? It happened at the beginning. Okay, got her over the shoulders. Oh! Dumps her right on her head. Oh, what a pro. <laughs> right right into that. it. Smile That's salsa too. move now. That was part of it. Oh, oh she wins. Yeah, she is. She wins. Furious at that little dude. I mean, he just throws her. There's no... He didn't really make a good effort to catch her. And he's living the life of last six to seven he's minutes. He's too heavy. No, he knows it's going to be bad once this music ends. She's never going to let him hear the end of it. I don't see those. Like those little dudes that pick girls up and throw them around dancing. That's amazing. Yeah. Try to just pick your wife up today. It's not easy. <laughs> Most of your wives, I guess, is what I'm saying. I've seen your wives. Most of you guys couldn't do it. <laughs> it's like curling a Volkswagen. Who propped you up at uh, in Vegas? Oh, uh, oh, oh yeah. my buddy Craig. Yeah. Give you he, he married? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He tried. Uh, could he lift his wife? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Are you sure? Can't lift you. Yeah. So yeah. you're small. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's smaller than you, which is great. Yeah. You don't want her to be the same size or larger than you. That's not good. <laughs> He threw you on your ass like that salsa company. I'm telling you. I didn't come up with a smile like that broad did, though. <laughs> Just keep dancing. Like mother. <laughs> you went Ronte on <laughs> Bring me to Hennessy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Last one's a, uh, a broad in the bowl, bowl ring getting a little cocky with the bull. She's starting to tease the bull. She's yeah. a girl. Oh, she's in, not in a good position. Oh, good. <laughs> good. She deserves that. Lost her shoes. Lost he knocked her out of her shoes. <laughs> she stands directly in front of it and then taunts it. And the bull's like, ready? Look at her ready? power move. No. If the bull, if the bull could speak English, it would just be like, are you ready yet? Come on, bull. I dare you. Are, are you prepared for what's about to happen? You can catch me. Yeah, her You're move is just to put the arms out yeah. front for the yeah, impact. She, tried to, she busts out Damn. of her shoes. <laughs> no sidestep. <laughs> she is the lateral movement of a hippopotamus. That girl stood directly in front of a bull, and the bull just said, Honey, right. you're doing great. Not a lot of head movement here. I think I'm going to attack it. <laughs> That's just bad footwork. <laughs> who told her, you should get in there. I've seen you move. You can do this. Her husband, that's who. Like, you should get in there. I think you're good at this. Did it work? You're cagey. You're like open a, for the worst. You're like a cat. I've seen you around the house. Like, you're left, right. You know, you've got... Go ahead and stand in front of it. I don't, I th- I don't think he can catch Go you. Ahead. Go I, don't, ahead. I don't think he can catch you. Go ahead. <laughs> Poor Juan lost his wife in the bull ring. Yeah, he seems okay, though. <laughs> I think he, he was encouraging. I think he might have talked her into it. All right, Brett, what do you got? When's the funeral? Right. I got to go fishing first a I couple of days. Then we'll plant. have it. <laughs> Me and this lady that's been taking care of me since the death. We'll start off with a few party tricks. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Is it a... We'll see. Uh, we'll just take a second. Ooh, I don't want to guess. Right. Oh, it's a guy. Oh, this is Brett's party? I think we've seen this one. I've yeah. seen this Is this one? the yeah. dude who just put... Yep. Oh, he put some sort of... The flaming dragon. Gas into his pee-pee hole. And now his wiener's on fire. He's blowing all the gas out of his wiener. That he just shoved in there. I don't know what that gas is, and he lit a match. Butane, in. I think. Now, yeah, butane. I think he has it on the side of the hand. He's got. I. You think he's that, hiding think one on the side? No, he's not. I think it's in. Yep, he's got the little. Because you can't breathe it out. You if you squeeze, Brady, out. that's how you look. He's look holding it, it in. Look at the Corona catch the yeah. end of that can. Brady, you don't uh, watch enough porn to know that you can squeeze <laughs> it and then open it and things fly out. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure that dude's legitimately fire breathing yeah, out of urethra. Man, you guys are gullible. He is the most accurate oh, magician <laughs> ever, if that's the case. Nope. You guys are dumb. Your God just allows a lot more than you will admit. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. If he had Jesus in his life, I'm going to go home and try it. That's the, the, the reason I don't have Jesus in my life is because I can't shoot fire out of it. Here's, some, here's a nice party Another trick. Another party trick? Some La- sharpshooting. It's a lady on the ground shooting? in a red dress. Oh, oh. Uh, Some nice boots up to her well, there's calves. There's she's, she's laying down. She's got balloons on the wall. And she's putting something in between her legs. And now she's firing darts at balloons from her vagina. <laughs> I never wow. thought in the history of the spoken word wow. that I would say that. You Is could that say, a blowgun, Brad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a blowgun. I could live to be a thousand and never hear that phrase again. <laughs> yep. She is shooting. She's a good shot, too. She's an excellent marksman. Yeah. She is firing darts of some sort from her vagina with the force to the roof. Eight-foot ceilings. And the, the helium balloons are being popped. Wow. Oh, there's a bunch of that was actually there. Really it is, nice. everybody. Thanks for excellent. coming. That was an excellent finale. She popped one of the balloons and it had confetti in it. And uh, the guy said that this is probably, hold on. What? Was that torque? Or what is the what propels, pro- it? propels it out yeah. that fiercely? Maybe she's pulling the air in and yeah, I understand Oof, that. Yikes! But I don't know. There's that much force. I. Ladies, email in. <laughs> I mean, I've been around that before. I never thought. To, I never thought like a woman would think. Wow, that was so big. I bet I could shoot a dart across the room. Yeah, I don't know. But I've seen the ping pong thing. But that makes sense because they're very light. I think I could do that. I think those blow darts Wait, are pretty what? light too. I think I could fart out a ping pong. You ball. think? Not to a ceiling. But could you fart a dart to a balloon? Brady could. Could you fart a dart to the balloon? On the which way? On your back or yeah, on your back? On all fours. Ass up. Shoot it into the ceiling into a balloon with any sort of accuracy at all. Ooh. I don't know. So you're telling me the girl front butt farts? Yeah, I, I are know. that much stronger than Brady's man farts? Because I don't, I, I, I don't know what she's got going on, but I don't think it's going to be a clean uh, dart blow from Brady. No, I think that's a relatively disappointing <laughs> launch. That's going to look a lot like misfire. Yeah, that's going to Brady's dart is going to look a lot like the Challenger. He goes up a little bit and then starts to just wave <laughs> off into the ocean. It's not going to make it to its destination. So you're telling me the big Q can pop a balloon? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm doubting that one as well. Ladies, please let us know how that works. And then the guy said that this is probably Brady and his frat bros back in the day. Uh-oh. Ordering pizzas for the dead. Dead girl? Kathy South. There's no reason to bring her back. No, oh, jeez, it's a guy with a gun, and he's holding it up against another man's wiener. Is it a pellet gun? Oh, oh, no, no. That's, we did not do that that's to beat a pot. No, no. <laughs> They were much nicer to each other. Brady's yeah. fat with their dicks. Wow. That dude took out his, his wang and they point blanked it with a BB gun or a pellet gun. Or the wang. Oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's bleeding like crazy. Yeah, that hit. That's a direct hit. All right. That's just. Uh, all right. That's enough of them. All right. We'll end there. <laughs> no, when you say we'll end there, you mean society, right? Because yeah, there's well, no reason. Good one, bro. This is going to go viral. I don't think that was real either. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a fever dream. I don't like this. Stupid allergy meds. Look at that. It is just gushing blood. He needs to go to a doctor and tell them exactly what happened. The bad thing is he probably won't go to a doctor, but he'll put it online. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want people to know, except for online.
That's why I think it's a fake. Bro, imagine the clicks. <laughs> That's most frats. I would agree that Brady wasn't in the room when something like that happened, but Brenneman and Studley did some. But I tell you what, Studley, if I whip my crank out. <laughs> there were stupid dick tricks. And you yeah. fire a rubber band into it point blank, I bet you I don't cry. I got it, Tommy. Here you go, cowboy. Ow! <laughs> Nailed it! Now, I want to tell you, I had my dick out in a room full of guys. No homo. What? Tom, no! <laughs> no, none of us are f- that's for sure. <laughs> Studley put a whipping on that thing. What's going on in here? All right, put all the bad stuff away or he's going to cry. You guys weren't doing Dick Olympics again, I don't were believe you? it. Not without me. I don't think that actually happens. Who wants a root beer? We all do, Brady. <laughs> Goddamn legacies. There you go. Brady had one thing of the soda machine for root beer. Uh, and there you go. That is your Brady report. Stop shooting at it. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Uh, everybody's emailing me about the uh, Hannah and Shane thing we talked about earlier this morning about the very able-bodied woman with the very disabled-bodied man. And, you know, what it's designed to do. A guy just emailed. He goes, uh, hearing what you talked about this morning, dating a crippled person. I dated a girl and she broke up with me because she said I was boring. I just wasn't exciting enough for her. Uh, fast forward, she ends up marrying a guy with MS and confined to a wheelchair. And you want to talk about a shot to the ego? <laughs> Be the ex of that girl. <laughs> That's true. The best part is this guy's still alive. He didn't hang himself. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, there's I mean, very yeah, Zeb is. Props to him. Zeb held on, but I think that is. That's painful. That is a tough one. Being the. And I didn't even think of that with Hannah yeah. and Shane. There's somewhere out there is the guy that dated her before she met. The little bird bone boy. Yeah, like, really? And he's like, hold on a second. She broke up with me because she said I couldn't hike and stuff. Like, I couldn't do enough with her. We never go anywhere. You don't ever want to do anything. All my interests, like the beach and hiking. Yeah, well, you know what? Maybe we're not right for each other. You're right. And then she, with this dude? And I got this one. This is more of a what would Brady do, but it's kind of, kind of makes me laugh. Also. I'll just throw it out there. So I'm dating a uh, beautiful black-slash-Asian girl. And we've been dating long enough that she's putting the pressure on to meet my family. And I keep telling her it's not a good idea. My mom and parents, or my mom and her parents all live in the same house. My grandparents are Norwegian, old school. And in Norway, the goal is never to mix outside of the Norwegian way. Uh, that was at least the way it used to be 30, 40 years ago. It's changed a little, but I have never lived there. My mom's more Americanized, but she's going to hate it. My grandparents are going to destroy this. Do I even put my girlfriend through it? Why does she have to meet him? Because it's not going to be good. I don't know. I think there's an exception. Blasians are gold. Oh, Blasians are amazing. But those Norwegians, those old school Norway folks. They got to get over it if they, you know. Yeah, but why introduce them? They're eventually going to meet. Why? I guess... If you're going That's to just introduce social them, pressure. it just have them be around. Don't set up a formal, you know. But what's, what's the harm of saying, no, nope, you're not going to meet my grandparents and tell the grandparents, nope, you're too racist to meet my girlfriend. I'm not putting you through it. 
I'm not putting anybody in this uncomfortable position. Why? I mean, if you had Klansman grandparents and you were dating a black Asian girl, is it necessary to introduce everybody? They don't want to meet. Why does your Asian girlfriend want to meet your grandparents other than to stir up trouble? Should he might know Grandpa David Duke. And, <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not doing that. If I'm dating an Asian girl and my grandpa absolutely still has World War II flashbacks from the, you know, the Pacific theater, I'm not dragging her around him. He'll start talking nonsense. He does have questions about his mom saying his mom was, you know, grew up here, so she might not have that strong of right. feelings. It's still in there. Grandparents, he's basing upon, you know, the experience, but yeah, you don't. I'm not doing it. Yeah, if you don't have to uh, do it, then. It is not necessary to introduce the family at all. Not even a little bit. That's just become the Unless social she norm. Wants to meet well, the no. family. If she wants to meet the family and you're like, nope, they're too racist, yeah. and she's like, no, I want to meet them, that means she wants to go after them. It's a problem. No, Nobody, you can't tell, like if I told Brett, hey, my dad hates Italians, hates them, you wouldn't be like, let me meet them. No. And if you did, I'd know why. You want to <laughs> cause a problem. But at the same time, you know, then she would be raised with maybe some of those views and doesn't feel that way. Could this be a rebel boyfriend, like I'm um, going out with an Italian Could just be. piss my dad off? But if it's not, you look at it like, I liked him, so maybe my dad would like him, or maybe my parents Wait, would like him. You're talking about the girl. I'm talking about the guy. The guy's the one with the racist this, grandparents. That's what I'm saying. The same thing. If 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 I liked her right. enough, oh, I see maybe they will see, you know what? It that's breaks, not how it, racism works. They don't go, well, you know what? If Brett likes her, she's one of the... They're still going to say a bunch of really dumb to her. And if she oh, wants... dumb yeah. things will be said, but as far as... Like, well, you know what? I, I like the person because yeah. a lot of that a lot of that comes from not experience being around the people that you're... Here's what I'd do. I'd have your mom meet you and your new black Asian girlfriend at like a restaurant without your grandparents. They don't ever need to meet this girl. And she doesn't, she, that would raise a red flag for me that she wants to meet them. Because like, like I said, you see Brett's face when I said my dad hates Italians? That, that little grin came over like, oh yeah? Let's have a meeting Let me and see what he says. Has he got any balls? <laughs> Has the guy got balls enough to say something to me? You're just, you're causing trouble. I would be like, I don't want you to meet him. He's a horrible guy. And you should say, oh, I appreciate that. Well, you know, broads half of them think they can change everybody. You right. Know, it's like... Oh, well, he hasn't met me yet. Right. And it's right. And he's not going to. Because you're two things he hates in one. You're the Oreo cookie of hate. The guy hates the white side and the black side. You're not getting in there. I think I can change his mind. He's 81 years old. You're not doing And 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 he'll be nice to your face. And then I got to hear about it. I'm not dealing with it. You're never going to meet him. Ever. There's certain family members you just don't introduce your... Diverse friends, too. No. You grew up in a Chicago Italian household. Mm-hmm. I'm positive going back to Chicago. If you brought LaQuisha back into the house, there'd be some, oh, it's Brett's new girlfriend. Yeah, because do you that. don't want to put LaQuisha yeah, I don't through listen it, to it. And you don't want to put them through it. And you don't want to be, it's more selfish for you. Yeah, I don't want to listen to it. Yeah. Now, like they hated crippled people and you drug Shane and Hannah over, there'd be a lot of questions. And Back in the day, my mom's sister, you know, married uh, in Cleveland. My uncle Brian at the time is Jewish. Yeah, and you're an Irish Catholic family. Your, br- your my uncle parents was were not. My grandparents, Babu Babelchik, mm-hmm. 
weren't real happy about the choice. What, Brian was Jewish? Yeah. And he's from the outside. Yeah, he was, I mean, they're... And they so, met in uh, college, basically. So this would have been your uncle? They eloped. Oh, well, yeah, because they weren't allowed to have a wedding. Yeah. Because the main issue was, all right, well, how are the kids being raised? They're going to be right. raised Catholic, right? Nope. They're going to be raised Jewish, right? That's right. The good news was... They got divorced really They were raised self-realization for a while. Yogi Kudu or uh, I forget the name <laughs> of the master. Wait. They were they in just, between the... Uh, they were somewhere in between The Christian Church and of Self-Realization. I don't know what that is. It's I a mix of everything. There, wa- there was one on um, Central and like Bethany Home, a church of the self- Church of Self-Realization? Self-realization? Yeah. And you just go look in the mirror and go, there I am. That's what I thought. Is that but like it, the it door goes into, it's like back multiple. in the day, just one of those... Another hooey pile of <laughs> money grab. Yeah, but they're divorced. Yeah, of course they are. The Jews, they can't get along long enough to be married like that. That's disgusting. <laughs> and come meet my grandparents. Ah, Jesus. He brought a Jew into the house. And then, why did they you did bring the Gentile to us? To- We're going to have a wedding with this. This is nonsense. I'm not paying for it. Brett, similarly, uh, similarity to your parents' relationship. They they split up, got back together, no, split exactly. up. Yeah. Right. Went back and forth. Nightmare. So the Jewish guy left, couldn't find a better deal. Went back to her. I get it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think you have to introduce your girlfriends to your grandparents, especially. Yeah. Especially if they're jerks. Why would you introduce people to jerks? Just they were the heart least... attack at the wedding. Yeah. I yes. wasn't like, when I think about. Um... Show them a picture and go, guess what? Some of your inheritance is going to be in her pocket. Yeah. Parents would be the oh, toughest hey. one, for sure. If your parents are awful, then you don't introduce your exactly. black girlfriend to your parents either. I don't get that. That societal pressure of you have to meet my parents. Well, my parents are assholes, and they don't want to meet a black person, and they won't be nice to them, and they're going to make it. Then just skip it. It's not necessary. Uh, this says Megan married a Jew. How does her family feel? God damn it! That's not. <laughs> Didn't stop it. <laughs> None of you were funny. <laughs> Unless Brett. Brett evidently disagrees. Yeah, your parents are good people, but your grandparents probably wouldn't have been real happy. But my grandparents... Because you with a Jew or a black But they girl, came right? around. Yeah. My grandpa would have lost his oh, mind. Yeah. My grandparents came around. They really liked Brian. Yeah, mine didn't. My, my grandpa, I guarantee you. My grandma was always fine. My grandpa back in Pennsylvania, that wouldn't have flown at all. There would have been words said immediately. Yeah, I'd have gone, what is that? Yeah, and he'd have lost And that would be mind. the key. Yeah, exactly. What is like, just that? Don't put people in that position. That's not fair. I say skip the meeting. Don't even tell you. Tell your grandparents you don't even like women. See what they do with that. They probably would prefer that than you dating outside. Those Norwegians, my grandpa's Swedish. You kept it in the family. You, or not the family. Well, probably a little bit. You kept it in the house of Sweden. Babu and Pavel Chick were, you know, it took time, but they came around and like, the savings? Are you kidding me? (laughs) He became their accountant and suddenly he had value. Well, talking about a callback. Shut up, L.A. guy, and go meet her parents. (laughs) (laughs) That was the problem with L.A. girl, the one that was so poor, is that I did meet her parents. (laughs) Like the first day. In that weird van (laughs) truck thing. They showed up in that with the whole family. I hadn't even. I don't even know her name. She didn't know my name. I don't think. Decorating my car and running around out in that parking lot with her whole family. 
Is and that then, him? Is that L.A. guy? I'm like, <laughs> who's L.A. guy? You are. My shoes are L.A. gear. <laughs> what are you doing? Get all this, get all this off my Jeep. What's wrong with you? Get your poor paws off my car. We spent $7 at the dollar store. None of this is refundable, and the little one's not going to eat tonight, L.A. guy. He's got his own vehicle. What's worse if you you know you go over there and your parents you're like I'm not introducing them to my parents because they just won't accept it. or it's the other way around where like oh yeah come over and she comes over dinner I mean we've got chicken and collard yeah, greens yeah, they do the and, opposite they try to be too accepting yeah you know? they're wearing dashikis <laughs> yeah and got, like, yeah Marvin Gaye is playing like what are you doing we wanted to make her feel at home oh god. <laughs> oh, there's it's, some Hennessy as yeah. a little uh, Celtics are on. Do you want to turn the TV on and watch the Celtics? Oh, God. Mom. But yeah, Mom, when did you start smoking cools? I don't know. What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing it for <laughs> years, honey. You know that. She's never smoked. <clears throat> Let me tip another, <clears throat> tip another a little bit out for my homies living out there in the <clears throat> Arcadia. Can I interest you in another 40 ounce? Yeah. Would you like another 4 <laughs> Bitch. Dad, when did bitch. you six four? <laughs> bitch, would you pass the biscuits? <laughs> your parents the are... driveway, Dad, scrubbing up. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, just watching the old 6-4, boy. <laughs> it looks like your hoopty could use a scrub. Anyway... Uh, how's the bitch? How's the hoe? She good? Is this her? Remember, no gats at the dinner yeah, table. That's right. <laughs> Your parents are going overboard. I know. Why are you guys wearing hairnets? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we better call it a night. I got to hit the barber shop in the morning and talk to my boys. I am so yeah. sorry. <laughs> so bad. That's so bad. Oh, I'm full. Full as I could ever imagine. Any of you mother want to play dominoes? <laughs> you know, the old white family tradition. I hate your family. Just don't introduce them is what we're saying. You're dating the Jewish. My parents are out. We're going to clip coupons for you and Moisha tonight. It's going to be fun. I'm sure he'll appreciate it. Just stop it. Stop everything. Just stop everything. Uh, is NASCAR coming in the end of March? Is that what it said? March 20-something? Uh, yeah, I know you're enjoying this way. This is Brett's, Brett's favorite uh, part of it. Uh, March 10th. All right. We got tickets for that. That's a couple weeks. Uh, tickets to go to the... Uh, it's the best thing you've ever been a part of if you haven't... Is it NASCAR or is it the drags? Uh, NASCAR. NASCAR's here the 10th the drags, and the drags March are March 24th. Yeah. Okay. So you got NASCAR coming here in a couple weeks. Man, it's going to be a good race. And they move the drags down to the end of March. Usually it's in February. Yeah. It might get real hot. You start running 90, 95 degrees in March sometimes. We might have a couple of those That's days. That's true. Man, oh, man, that track's going to be hot. So we're going to have some tickets for you guys to get. Uh, we'll give those to you in a little bit. You know, it's almost one of those things where you're just like, if you have racist grandparents, just, you know what? Wait till they die to get serious about a girl. Because, I, you know, my grandpa would auger bit his way out of the grave spinning so hard to just shoot up into space. Yeah, he would lose his mind. If Kirby brings all black out his braid, he'd instantly go Rasta since he's seen him. Oh, yeah. Oh, one love. What's up, my mind? <laughs> Hello, Mr. Bogan. Oh, 
No, stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> yeah. Is this your new boyfriend? Wakanda forever. Hi, Franklin. How are you? I remember you from the Peanuts. <laughs> if you don't want to play dominoes, you want to watch Black Panther. <laughs> Black Panther's on a loop in the theater room if anybody wants to go f*** that up for a minute. I could f*** with some Wakanda tonight. We got grape drink for you. <laughs> you want? I'm just going to go slide into my DeMarcus Russell jersey and nuzzle up. Uh, anyway, yeah, turn on the slow jam. Don't email. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is my favorite, honey. Oh, what is it, 1030? I better go knock the bottom out of your mama. <laughs> uh, I go deep, too. Put that bitch to sleep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you do know what I am saying, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. I know what you're saying. Good. You know what I am saying. We'll give you those ticket chances in just moments. Maybe you go to NASCAR. Maybe you go to the NHRA. We got them both. We'll uh, throw them your direction. It's 98. Stop introducing each other. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. I think I quit. I think this is it. Play one more. No, I'll give you time. You're good. I think I quit, though. I think, Uh-oh. guys, I think I quit. Uh-oh. I don't know what happened somewhere in the last year or so. Suddenly, I'm like your trusted uncle that you tell all your stories to. I, this is all new to me. I'm not. I th- I'm tired of you guys sharing with me, but I also love no, that you guys are. I, I, no, I, I, no, for the show's sake. Look, I have to make a decision here. Either I do it for the show. Or for my own personal sanity, I step away. Because I can't read this about you anymore. I can't know you this way, listeners. I can't. Here's another email. Uh, on the heels of last week, storming in on her husband getting, you know, railing her brother in the kitchen. That's how she found out her husband was gay for sure. And her brother, same day. I get this one. <laughs> Started hearing your gay tryst stories. Forgot to tell you this story. Yeah, you don't, you don't owe me anything. About 10 years ago, I was in Reno with two of my closest buddies. This is how old Johnny Cash songs used to start. Ten years ago, I was in Reno. Two of my closest buddies and my half-brother for our dad's birthday. Uh, Four of us were sharing a room. One of the nights, my buddies and I went out drinking in the hotel looking for some trouble. (laughs) You do that when you're in Reno. (laughs) (laughs) My buddy Scott forgot his sweatshirt and it was cold, so we ran back to the hotel room. When we went back to grab it, he walked in on my half-brother laying in bed (laughs) with fingers inside of him watching porn. Whose fingers? His own. Okay. Solo. Shortly after that, my brother moved to a different room. The story gets brought up occasionally with my friends. We have a laugh at Scott, my half-brother's expense. I don't talk to my half-brother anymore because he's a total bag. So I have no issue sharing the story. Signed, Rob. Thanks for sharing the time you walked in on your brother fingering himself. I don't need to know everything about you. How about a little mystery, audience? Ever tell you about the time my brother fingered himself? No, we're done here. That's enough. It's a good story. Damn it. Okay, go. Stop, you don't share it all. <laughs> you don't. I appreciate that you do, but I have to start. I have to start thinking about my health. 
I do. I have to start thinking about me <laughs> and all the things that I... I can't walk through the Safeway and look at you guys anymore. I can't... I look around, I'm like, oh, no. Which one are you? And that person probably <laughs> all over their partner. It's like you're seeing dead people now? Yeah, I see. Well, no, all I see is fists yeah. up to the elbows and, just, and feces another and picture. And I'm like, Argh! I close my eyes and the lady behind the counter at Safeway is a mouthload of feces. I'm like, ah! I see gross people. I just can't. I'm struggling. I'm struggling, man. I got to go see Katrina. Everyone I see has an arm in their ass and they're eating and I don't know what to do. You got to stop reading all those emails. I can't help it. It's great for the show. Is it technically selling out that I love reading your emails about how you guys finger yourselves? I guess. That's all I got left. <laughs> this is the legacy that we've created, Brady. Aren't you proud? Who's your dad? Like, AC units all over the greater Columbus area with the Bogan stamp right on them. Keeping people warm and cool for years. To, and Brady, you basically were the guy. Yeah, he told me about that dude who got elbowed once. <laughs> Keeping the yeah. legacy. Taught you about uh, beehive butthole rosebuds. That was my legacy. Bogan legacy lives. That's why I moved out of town. You know who'd like to hear the story about my brother with his fingers in him? Holmberg. Holmberg at 98 Sup, Chief? Hey, my bro used to finger himself in a hotel room. Then they made him get a new room. They didn't talk to him about it. They just made him move down the hall at the Motel 6 in Reno. You guys want to go stir up some trouble? Who's in? Everybody, not you, Scott? You're not going? No, I'm just going to stay here. All right, Scott's out, but the rest of us are going to stir it up out here in the western town of Reno, Nevada. I and, forgot and my sweatshirt. It just gets to the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your brother yeah. fingered himself. Big whoop. Yeah. Does Sam Elliott do the voiceover yeah. on, the, on the TV show? We were in Reno looking to stir up a little trouble. <laughs> and we went back and found my stepbrother fingering himself to gay porn in the hotel. What? We asked him to move down the hall. <laughs> that was it? The gayest part of that story is your friend going, oh, my God, I have to go back and get my sweatshirt. And that's when we realized that Ryan was a twink, too. We were going to go inside. It wasn't like we were stirring up trouble on the outdoors. But that's when the dude came to me. Fingers in his bottom. Mouthful of dude juice. <laughs> drinking a Coors Banquet beer. Coors. It's better when the finger's in you. Ouch. <laughs> Sam Elliott for your gay stories narration. This story takes us to Reno, Nevada. It was a dark, rainy night in Reno. The catfish were jumping. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and the cotton was high. Of course. <laughs> your mama's rich and your daddy's good looking. Anyway. It's, uh, oh, geez, appropriately so. It's 9-11. we got the hot releases coming up. Who won our tickets, Brett? Do they have names? You don't remember. Sure they do. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, Brian okay. and, uh, I forgot the other guy. Yeah, the other guy. Brian and the other guy. Congratulations, <laughs> that champs. Sorry. You guys got it. Nice job. we got the hot releases coming up in just moments. It's 98. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. 98. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Just about that time for these glorious hot releases. We're watching a lot of stupid stuff right now. Oh. 
Good stuff. The election is in full swing. We'll just we'll get to that later. Hot releases are brought to you by our friends at newacunit.com. Save thousands, save time buying online. Newacunit.com. That's how you do it. And again, I warn you, I'm telling you, it's getting a little warm. It's going to be 80 in a couple of days. And that uh, feels really good now. But all of us deep down know the herpes outbreak is coming. We have it. Living in Arizona is a lot like having a one of those warts or herpes things. Everything's great until the outbreak. Until it's not. <laughs> and like, ah, no, I forgot. And then summer is our outbreak. It's the opposite of winter is yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> summer is coming. They're like, oh, no. We all know it's coming, so you got to get your AC unit going. If you've got an AC unit that's over 10 years old, you are risking it. If you've got one that's clunking along, you're like Toledo, you're throwing a hose on it on the reg. Get it done now because they're going to raise the prices shortly. I'm not sure when that's happening. I don't think anybody actually is, but it's going to go up. The manufacturer's rules are all changing. Bodie tells me that every time I talk to him. Dude, keep reminding people that because this is coming and it's going to cost more. They don't care uh, at the manufacturer places that they have. They, they just got to do it. They don't have an opportunity to go, oh, the prices are going to stay the same. Their prices are going up too, so it's going to get passed on to you. It hasn't yet, so before it does... Get your stuff taken care of. And if you're on the last legs, you do not want that bill coming your way come June when the whole thing takes a poop and you're paying more. You can do it the right way. You're already saving money going through newacunit.com. Save even more by being smart. Smarter. And I think you can still use the Holmberg code. Save yourself another K. How about that? Newacunit.com. Save thousands. Save time. Buy online at newacunit.com. Who's first? Either way. I'll uh, go with Toledo first. All right. All right, uh, out for video games this week is uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. So I'm not sure if this is a new Final Fantasy VII or an addition to Final Fantasy VII. It's a rebirth, John. So is it uh, found God? Born again. Hey kids, sorry we're late. I think that was the Eurythmics. Did the Eurythmics just show up and fight? Kind of look like it. Danny Lennox and Dave Stewart are. Always been a kind of a combination anime and fight game. It's just no, busy. Don't call it a fight game. to be the first lucky lady. Hey, boss, your guests are here. I don't Machine Gun Kelly's in there. Yeah, it was Machine Gun Kelly. Long last, the day returns. I refuse to be upstaged. A second time! Alright, I don't know what's going on. This is crazy. It's just, it, that's that Final Fantasy's been out for twenty years. Have you seen the Black Mirror episode where they kind of did the Final Fantasy, but it was more of the uh what's the one on one? Street Fighter? Yeah. And uh the two guys they have it's in the future. Do you watch Black Mirror at all? No. Oh, this episode is uncomfortable. So it's two and it's uh two dudes and they're friends, and there's a new like Neuralink type thing you can put in your ear. And you sink into the game and become part of the game so you can talk and feel everything that's going on in the game. And one of his buddies comes, dude, you got to try this. They used to play video games together when they were younger. Then it fast forwards a few years. They're, you know, got one guy stayed single. He's still out prowling on the town, banging everybody. And then this guy's at home with his family. So they play games. He's at home and the other guy's in his apartment. Let's play a game. They put the thing in there and uh, they pick their characters. And one picks a hot girl and the other guy picks like a, a big Asian muscle fighter. And they end up doing it all the time, but you can feel it. And in order to, oh, it's one of the best episodes ever because they can't get enough. And now they're like, all right, let's play the game. 
And they're like, you're not gay, right? And they're like, we're not gay. And all they do is just, they go into these fight scenarios and just make sweet, sweet love over and over and over again. And they feel it. And it's just, it's like if Brady and I were talking right now only with, uh, if Brady were attractive and I were Asian. And penetration <laughs> or the go. feeling of penetration? They feel it. Okay. So you feel the whole thing, like hands on and all that stuff. Like you feel it. So they're like, we got to find out if this is real or not. And so they go into an alley and start making out. And they're like, nope. <laughs> nah. it is one of the, it, and one of them did and one of them didn't. It is so uncomfortable. But every time I see these Final Fantasy and Street Fighter games, I think of that episode of Black Mirror. That whole series is phenomenal, save for like three episodes. I love that show. All right, we've been seeing trailers for this for like three months now, and it's finally here. Shogun on FX. It's the retelling of the 70s uh, miniseries. You made me think Shogun on Ice. When he first started to say that, would be kind of a neat thing to see. Shogun, Shogun on Ice. Yeah. Disney's Shogun on Ice. So this yeah. is on FX, and then it'll be available the next day on Hulu. It's the only punishment here. And this uh, debuts tonight. I have not told you my family name, but it is well known in Japan. Many years Chant. ago, a great injustice stole everything from me. All right, I I'm already lost. one truth. The enemies are everywhere and friends nowhere. To show your true heart is to risk your life. Is Shogun White? Yeah. Okay, He's I don't like know The Richard Chamberlain. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Uh, a spinoff from The Good Wife and uh, The Good Fight shows on CBS debuts on Thursday night on Leap Day. Uh, Elsbeth, this you character are. from the I've those two shows. She's an astute but unconventional attorney Magical. who utilizes her singular point of view to make unique observations and corner brilliant criminals alongside the NYPD. You were heading up this way. Okay, you spin off from a show I've never heard of. Yeah. I, well, it looks like I'm going to be watching a lot of reruns. <laughs> the Good Wife, I know, existed, but... I don't know anybody who's Lisa ever talked to me. Lisa watched it front to back. She did? Oh, yeah. Did you cuck that? A couple episodes. Did you have to Just watch it? because you were sitting there you know, on it's your on, computer so working. Yeah, yeah it's on. Uh, out on Netflix, American Conspiracy, The Octopus Murders. Ooh. And this uh, debuted... Martinsburg, West Virginia. Local authorities quickly ruled Mara a suicide. It just didn't. it didn't sit right. In my mind, I'm thinking they killed him. I don't know anything about this. The book that Danny was writing. He starts looking into these powerful people and realizes there's something much bigger going on. These eight men, they're no longer government officials. But their tentacles can reach into any part of government in almost any country. I've come to call this group the octopus. Most of us were convinced that he had been hurt for him covering this story. Oh, this is good stuff. I like when this is like Don Bowles that we just mentioned him yeah. this morning. The Don Bowles story downtown. The guy who got a little too close to some folks he shouldn't have and they end up taking care of you. It happens. Uh, out on HBO. <laughs> right, right. We understand you're not involved. Well, he was doing something. <laughs> that you stuff know, happens, on, you, you know. know? Things Accidentally, happen. a bunch of guys would power kill a guy without who's, you know, putting his nose where it don't belong. Out on uh, HBO is a documentary trilogy inspired by a Lawrence Wright book that follows three filmmakers' distinct perspectives on their Texas hometowns. The first one is God Save Texas, 
Hometown prison. The second one is the price of oil, and the third one is La Frontera. They grew up in. Well, there's just people talking about their their cities, talking about what it is to be Texas. I want to be a change agent. I want to document. I don't care about that. All right, I'm just telling you. No, it's no, on no, HBO. No, like, why would I care about what right. it takes to be a Texan? So you care? Maybe someone out in our audience cares. Ask Dan. Your dad's there. <laughs> My dad's in Texas. Uh, evidently, all you got to do is wear the uniform. You fit thing. right in. All right. Well, how about this one? <laughs> what it takes to be a Texan? Drive there. Uh, Nobody's keeping you out. Like you ain't a Texan. You got to go. It's like, I'm a Texan. I, I'm here. I've been you here for got six no months. No cowboy hat. Legal citizen. Thanks, Bronco Billy. How about this one on HBO? <laughs> on uh, Thursday, you get um, Murder Under the Friday Night Lights. Ooh. It's a docuseries that what, killing high school football looks at players? the shocking yeah. and tragic cases of deception, obsession, and murder surrounding towns across the country where football bonds communities together. Dark and deadly cases of crimes tied around America's sacred pastime. High school football murders? Yeah. Super athlete, at the heart of a line. Family, friends, I'm sorry. That's all I got to say. Darren Williams was dead, and we did not know why. High school football? I still remember falling to the floor all, all and levels screaming. There's somebody targeting oh, the cheerleader. Jeez. Jeez, they're killing cheerleaders and dancers, just killing high school kids. Under the Friday night lights. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm in on that one. And by the way, there's no, like, docu-series on what it takes to be an Arkansan Texas, get over yourself. You're just a state like the rest of us. Uh, on AMC and AMC Plus, the latest installment from The Walking Dead called The Ones Who Live, and this debuted um, uh, on Sunday night, so it's already out. You can wa- start watching it on Hulu. I just like Star Wars, they just keep throwing it. They just more. keep they throwing it out there. They went, to, like, Norman Reedus' character went to France. Yeah, I saw that one. That was weird. So there's just more zombies doing zombies. This stuff. is uh, Rick and I'm going to butcher, butcher this name because I didn't watch the series. McCone? I mean, after a while, when you start watching these zombie shows and you realize it's you and four other people versus millions, just give in. Yeah, it, it's you're constantly. What are you fighting for? When do you for? rest? Right. What are you fighting for? I'm getting there. I'm getting home. Uh, I don't buy it. See, I've, I've just lost interest because they always show like a. a Does that work, Davis? Like a million and a half zombies walking towards one person, and I'm like, "Well, right. this is over." No, it does look like Warwick Davis, though. Maybe it's Warwick Junior. Uh, taller. Joe Manganiello is the new Howie Mandel on uh, Deal or No Deal Island. This looks pretty cool. It's sort of Survivor and Deal or No Deal. Funny you say Survivor because Boston Rob, apparently who won Survivor, is on this. There he is. I am Joe Manganiello, and I'm here to make sure that none of you go missing. <laughs> an Italian guy saying that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I always trust an Italian who says, I'm here to make sure none of you end up in the ground. All right. And basically, they have suitcases buried all over this island. and then have, they, But they don't you tell do you stuff. the values. Yeah. Right. And, they, and then you got to go solve it by going through all this gauntlet of stuff, like reaching into a pit of vipers and I stuff. I watch that. It does look kind of yeah. interesting. And then uh, in theaters Friday is the second installment of Dune with Timothy Chalamet. Did you, I'm pretty sure you saw the first I one. I saw the first one. You slept. How many stars? Don't remember much. Yeah, he slept through a lot of it. That was my guess. It's not even three stars. Did you see it? No. Anybody? I never saw the original one back in the They're original saying this is the best sci-fi movie of all time, the second installment, so it must be better than the first. He's got your boy from uh, Elvis, Austin, uh, Austin Butler's Butler in it. In it. He's the ball guy. 
and Timothy Shalama. Shalama. We've been fighting the Harkonnens and Zentayan. Uh, All right, we'll see. But they're three hours long. I don't know how people can do it. It is a long one. It is a long one. All right, that's it. That's out. All right. Brett? Going to have to see the second right. one. Why? Because he saw the first one. No, we didn't. Great naps in both. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, know. if you need a good nap. Bring a pillow. Admit, yeah, just, if you want to spend $22 to take a nap away from the house, you can come to my place. <laughs> Do you bring one of those plush neck pillows to the thing? No, I you don't. Should. I you should, should treat it like a long flight. Bring <laughs> <laughs> a blanket and a neck pillow to the movies. If you go to a movie and like, how what do you think? I don't remember a lot of it. <laughs> you, why did you go? Why are you going to the sequel? Because I like donating a lot. I enjoyed my time. The no, first you one. didn't. You didn't. Well, you didn't enjoy the movie. You know what you should do is just say, "Hey, twenty bucks. Can you put me in one of the theaters you're not using?" <laughs> that <laughs> way, like I don't have any across the road. Don't have to answer any questions afterwards about what I'd seen or not seen. Yeah, I, don't waste your time with that. Go back and go watch the first one again. Yeah, you, don't, you went to. to the theater and saw it, and you don't remember any of it. A little bit. You how but how long? Not enough to say like it was greatest sci-fi movie. But you Ever, were but asleep. This is the second one. Second this one's yeah. supposed to be the best. But admit yeah. what happened. You slept. He and Zendaya are from uh, different tribes. <laughs> you slept. And they're going to unite. Admit There's it. a connection. These little giant earthworms are pretty Little giant cool. earthworms. Little giant. You're not making any Oxymorons. <laughs> Sorry, there's nothing Wait. little about this. The little giants are in it. And then Al Bundy. <laughs> and he, they throw that football. And there's, I think there's that's power the and good. gifts that he has. He can, right. he can ride the earthworm. <laughs> Because you know that's one of his gifts. This is the kid who yeah. does a book report no based on the cover. An earthworm before. He no, watched the it's cover. Like Avatar. He yeah. watched the cover. He watched yeah. the cover of the the book and it's due tomorrow. So the Swiss Family Robinson, they lived in trees, and there was a dog, and then Chalky Batista comes this in. This was Army yeah. Knife. And... Yeah. Then the one guy yelled at the other guy, and they lived. Why do you call him Chalky Batista? Because he's got like he's he's got chalk all over. Oh. But you fell asleep. But, Admit you fell asleep during the. I might have. You fell asleep. You don't even know if you fell asleep? Yeah. Did you wander I off? I sleep so much I can't even Riveting. remember. Hey, Biden, when you saw the movie. After, I knew where to walk in. After the movie. After the movie. Did you lie to Kirby and go, that was great? Um, no. What did you say? That was interesting. <laughs> he doesn't remember the That's movie, the safety. but he remembers well, what he's he got a, he's got a safety line for yeah. when he, did anyone notice that I slept through that? <laughs> Why did you think I don't think though, Kirby though? went. I think it was just Ronnie and I. Oh. Yeah. Did she sleep? Because <laughs> uh, Kirby doesn't really want to see it. No. Yeah. Not with, not with so you. The res- it's all the snoring. Less. The yeah. respect for your wife when you're together in a night out is... Well, please. It's Dune. It's that three was hours in the shuffle. dark. <laughs> yeah. You put Brady... The respect oh, for his wife. nap time? How about yeah. this? The respect for him from his wife yeah, to put him in a dark true. room for three hours that's and expect true. attention. That's fair. I'm for you, man. I get it. I'd give you the chair. Dune, too. I'd give you the chair facing the other direction. So much light. Should we do a fan duel on when he goes to see Dune 2, how long he stays away? He'll awake? see it the weekend it opens. And What's the fan duel over and, under on it? And I'll tell you right now, he's going to hear it, so it'll change. But if, it, if he was an honest man, he'd come back, three out of five stars. It's pretty long. That'll be the review because an hour <laughs> and a half of it, he was asleep. And it's hard to pick up a movie when you've slept through 90 minutes of it. <laughs> Just don't waste your money. Wide awake for one love, you boomba clop. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yep. Too noisy. And also, I was scared for my life. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. What do you got, Brad? All right. Uh, all you Iron Maiden fans will be thrilled because uh, Bruce Dickinson's got a new album coming out. This is Rain on the Graves. Okay. Did you listen to it? No. Seven-minute bad boy right Let's off the bat. Let's just skip in a little bit. Seven and a half minutes. 
Yeah, that's a. Yeah, that's we're a, a minute and ten. Go to the high go to the highway. Here on a star. Oh, there we go. There we go. The raindrops spotted on the tune from gray and leaden skies. Deny me once, deny me twice. Don't look in my eyes. He's he's the one like Travolta, right? He's got his own plane, or is that somebody else? Oh, that's him. He flew the 747 around. He flew them from tour date to tour date. Oh, wow. I kind of like this. I do too, actually. The short Sarah, there's, there's the reason I won't like it when he starts vibratoing. I like the music itself, though. The riffs are cool. I kind of like this. And I'm not a Bruce Dickinson fan. His voice bothers me. It sounds like when my grandma used to sing in the kitchen. Katero's going to be like, I told you, bro. I told you. My grandma would sit in the kitchen and just... Summertime. Oh, like, oh, the Ian has tears of joy. Is Bruce 70? Gotta be, I would think. I don't know. I haven't looked at it least. Up yet, Not bad for putting that out, I gotta say. That sounded pretty good. All right. Like uh, this is a new one from Clouds Taste Satanic. Oh, good one. <laughs> and this is Collision 79 AE. Session. Yeah, you're gonna have to go. I think way this is like the EP or something. Oh, the, like the whole three songs. And the Druids. They so have a Wawa singing. And we'll jump Peter in. Peter Frampton. This is weedy music. Oh, this will be on Chiba Hut's loop. Kirby will probably have this playing in a room in the next couple of years. What in? Hey, Daddy, I'm so f***ed up with Clouds. The Clouds album has got me hard on it. Clouds to Satanic, I say. Kirby, dinner time. <coughs> I've been eating bugles all day in my room, Daddy. I'm not hungry. <laughs> gotta come out. I got Frosties. That's not a thing. This right, is just so there, a bunch you, of, there you go. We'll a whole lot of not singing. All right. How about Pissed Jeans? Pissed Jeans yeah. is a band name. This is okay. moving on from their album Half Divorced. Pissed Jeans. All right. Wow. Like the Pope or something. What was he dressed as? Got pissed jean jacket. Yeah. And then I'm the lead singer. He's got a bedazzled misfit shirt. Is he one of those guardian angels that roams around New York? I think that was Toledo and Jonah Hill's kid. <laughs> that might be Dom. It's Dom. All right. <laughs> Does anybody sing anymore? Jeans is horrible. Yeah. Right. And yet. The mix was terrible. All right. This is uh, Sheer Mag. Eat it and beat it. <laughs> Where are you finding this? <laughs> sheer Mag. Big day for music. <laughs> Eat it and beat it by Sheer Mag. I went off the title on this one. I didn't care. Jeez, 
This sounds like it was off the Fast Time soundtrack. That's Katie and the Hops. Yeah. It does have a little Katie and the Hops. I just want to get to the chorus to beat it and beat it. (laughs) It's cheap trick. It's Brady's uh, autobiography. <laughs> How about the new one for Mannequin Pussy? This is okay. I, this is, I got heavy. They make cats uh, mannequin cats? Is that a transvestite in a dress playing guitar? I can't tell. It looks like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Jesus. Nope, these are women. And they're mad. Jeff Morgred on I drums. saw that. It's one of our promo kids. There's Kenny. And Kenny, our promo, our promo team is... Mannequin yeah. pussy works here. Yes. I don't hate it. That's a dude. himself eats eat. my effing <laughs> we're gonna check Snooch. that one out <laughs> i'm gonna check yeah. out mannequin pussy later like uh, i haven't in the past <laughs> and, and by the way brady will be playing with one at you fest on stage <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh, tsol you remember them from yeah, way oh, back yeah. in the day this is uh, never go home all right what does that stand for i don't know that i ever knew i did know i don't remember different at all. They had some heavier stuff, but this is definitely not it. P.S.O.L. All right, this is one I'm looking forward to. Ministry's new album hits stores on Friday. Uh, This is Goddamn White Trash. Did you pre-listen to this? Yeah. Like? Uh, It's it's Ministry. These guys just crush. When they're good, they're great. When they're bad, it's boring. Oh, yeah. An accelerator. They are the uh, the the skinny pedal on the right. Yeah, they will make you drive fast, and you won't even know you're doing it. They're playing in Tucson with uh, Front Two Four Two and Gary Newman. Gary Newman's yeah. alive. Yeah, cars guy. Shows sold out too. Yeah. He gets fifteen minutes. Didn't did Ministry cover cars? Who cover uh, Fear Factory? Fear Factory. Yeah. 
And then this one, this album isn't out till June, but the song was released. So this is Apocalyptica yes. doing the Four Horsemen with Robert Trujillo. Oh, wow. Cello version of the four horses. Yeah. Is you playing stand up bass? That's what I was just looking at. Oh, I know, that was hell. Yeah. Apocalyptic is so yeah. cool. And, and Trujillo's on that track? I don't think he's in the video. He must oh. be playing bass. Yeah, I don't, unless they show him further in. They're all playing cellos. That that was neat. Yeah, I don't yeah, see him probably in the video. Not and that brings us to the game that is sweeping the nation. Oh, N-word or F-word. And we're going to go... It was me, right? I won. Yeah. Okay. okay, this is uh, Ying Yang Twins. Oh, bad. Easy. This is uh, featuring Mike Jones. Mike Jones? <laughs> Uh, this is an N-word. It's a friendly N-word. Friendly? Friendly. Brady? Angry. Think angry. N-word. Okay. I'm taking any form of F-word. Any form of F-word. All right. All right. I'm friendly. Brady's angry. The friendly N-word, the win. I've done it again. Friendly N-word. That's a good one. I like the yin-yang. What that's, was that the was phrase there? It went so fast. You just heard the word, right? I did hear yeah, it. Yeah, okay. That's all you need here. That, that was that was <laughs> Matthias' ringtone. That's when you heard it in the car was that, that day. <laughs> Cute face, little waist with a big behind. <laughs> yeah, I was in the car with him and the phone rang. I'm like, uh-oh, we're under attack. <laughs> He's like, that's my girlfriend. I'm like, isn't that high enough? All right, there you go. Uh, somebody's emailed in what TSOL is. True Sounds of Liberty. Okay. I did know I that. did know, yeah. Is that right? Why does that seem wrong? True Sons of Liberty. True Sons of Liberty. Oh, okay. Is it Sons or All Sounds? Right. Yeah, true Sons of Liberty sounds right. I think it's True Sons. Anyway, there you go. Those are your hot releases brought to you by our friends. NewACUnit.com. Save thousands. Save time. Buy online at NewACUnit.com. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Don't do it. No. No. Larry killed the biggest fly ever. Now clean it up. Oh, that's huge. Oh, that's disgusting. I can't stand that. I don't like it. You eat your own fingernails and hair? Yeah, I eat my own fingernails. I eat hairs, sure, but not fingernails. That's sure. weird. Oh, Larry murders things. Want to see it? Oh, that doesn't bother me. I just don't like the actual squishing. You eat it? I want to eat it. You can eat it. Right. <laughs> you just want to, and, and you use the thing we all use to kill it. Yep. You Gross. use we're not yeah, you're not using it. You guys are smarter. Uh, it is time now for a... Uh, huh? Oh, he's going to wipe it off. All right. Larry's very clean. We trust you. Uh, it is uh, time now for the entertainment drills. Brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Uh, went there yesterday, i got to say, 
uh, thanks to uh, Superman up there, Jay Ackerman, because we were doing some kicks, and I did a bad job on one of them. And in order to block it, you got to use your arms. Well, I kicked wrong and ended up putting my shin right into Jay's elbow. And my... my, I almost said that for My (laughs) shin hurt so bad. That was awesome. We haven't done that in a while since my hips have been uh, in recovery. So we started throwing throwing around. So we had a great time yesterday. The man, oh man, was it fun. And then I do that dumb thing and go blonk. Uh, but I'll go back. Going back in tomorrow. Can't wait to go back in there because you learn uh, how easy it is to start uh, floating that leg around a little bit. Man, oh man, do they teach you a lot of stuff up there. And you can still get in on their uh, women's self-defense seminar. Ladies, you just don't know. Most people never like learn if they're any good at kicking. And like Brett was there with me, and when you learn how to punch, and it doesn't take long to give you the basics, it's like, whoa, this is totally different than what you're like, just flailing away and thinking, and you, kicking is even more. Going to swing like you're in a movie. Yeah. And you, look like a, you, know. you look like an idiot. You're going to get beat up by somebody who knows exactly what to do. It's a compact kind of a, man, is it kind of cool to do that? And the kicking thing I've never really been great at. You start going, and you're like, man, this is a whole new world just opened up. It was a blast to do all that, especially now that I got clean, delicious hips that I can swing around a lot easier. Uh, we had a great time. I was in there for two hours, just constantly working on this, that, and the other. And again, I've been at it for five years, and yesterday presented all new stuff to me. It was all brand new things to me, and I just felt like, man, I'm learning all over again. It never ends. It's not like going to a gym where you're just lifting weights and doing the same things over and over. That's good for you, but this is good for your brain. Keep your brain moving, keep your body moving at the same time, and just become smarter and better at being yourself. Uh, Women's Self-Defense Seminars coming up in April. Check out all their seminars uh, on their website, reactdefense.com, and pick one because it'll be great. I like the plain one. I like the active shooter. I like the de-escalation. I'm not part of the women's one, but I've seen it. It turns people into just absolute confident machines. Get up there, reactdefense.com. The House of Brews, the home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. American Psycho Reboot is in the works. This one will reportedly take place in modern times. As opposed to the original that came out in 2000, it was set in the 80s. Yeah. Christian Bale was... Hip to be square. The psychopathic Patrick Bateman in the original. So now... Um, he could do it again. A couple of names have come up instead of Christian Bale. I like uh, the guy that replaced him as Batman. Robert Pattinson would be good. Glenn Howerton. He's from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Uh, someone suggested Allison Williams from Get Out. A girl? Not, not familiar with her. The girl for to be the American psycho? Yeah, he's saying I totally see that given how cold she gets when you finally realize she's one of the bad guys. Yeah, but still. Then someone else said Jacob Elordi from Saltburn. Oh, yeah. People just want to see his pee-pee again. <laughs> Mary Poppins. Uh, oh, how about this? Leave it alone. And if you want to see American Psycho, watch, watch the good the version that's already out. Mary Poppins has been reclassified from a G rating to a PG rating. Because of the nudity? Because the word <laughs> Hottentots is used twice. Which Hottentot is a derogatory term originally used by white Europeans to refer to certain people in Southern Africa. Mary Poppins, you know the character Admiral... If Admiral the, Boom uses it twice to refer to chimney sweeps. All right. His faces are covered in black suit. If the goal is eventually to not have racism, stop telling me stuff I didn't know that was racist that now I do. You just taught me a new racist thing. I was unaware. Yep. So let Hot and Tot live and let your grandparents go, you know what that is? 
and then it eventually dies with them. Isn't that the goal of not using the N-word over and over? So eventually someone will say something close and no one will know what they're talking about? Yeah. The whole thing's a mess. Hot and tot. And also, if you're mad if somebody called you hot and tot, you're, you're kind of a red ass. You're somebody that's easy to piss off. Hey, hot and tot. You talking to me? I'm sorry. I didn't know that was going to. It sounded cute to me. Ranker.com just put together the funniest TV shows of all time. I've done this before. Well, cheers, Arrested Development. Top 10. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Married with Children, number 10. Modern They're Family, number 9. Always Sunny is Parks and Rec, no number way. 8. The Office. Whose Line Is It Anyway, number 7. The Simpsons, number 6. I like that. South Park, number 5. For sure. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, number 4. No. Looney Tunes, it. number 3. Is that a TV show, though? It was. It said yeah, it was TV good. shows. Um, it right. includes both sitcoms, Regular cartoons, and sketches. But if we're mad about Hot and Tot... Looney Tunes can't be on ever again. Yeah. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, number two. Yeah, that's... Number one, The Office. Cheers is not on there? Did I miss Seinfeld? Or did they Seinfeld, Seinfeld came there? in at 13. Cheers oh. didn't even come in in the top 20. Cheers might not be the funniest, but it's one. It's the best sitcom. It has a great... Like, the stories and the Just characters. below uh, Seinfeld at number 14 was The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Better than Cheers? Mm. That's yeah. that survey can go f- itself hard. <laughs> Chappelle's show eighteen. That should be higher. That should be higher than the Fresh Prince. Number twenty, Futurama. Yeah, Futurama's not unfunny, and twenty to twenty five makes sense to me. But come on, Tom and Jerry twelve. Arrested right. Development's not on it at all. Uh, no, it was uh, number sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, that's about right. I'd put it in the top ten for me. Right. Not for everyone. Boy, it should be. You're dumb if you don't like it. Yesterday in the criminal trial over his stolen lyrics, Don Henley addressed his 1980 arrest after a 16-year-old prostitute overdosed at his house. He called it a poor decision. For her. He said he didn't know she was underage. (laughs) Oh, that part was his poor decision. Loading her up full of heroin and coke was his problem, her bad decision. The metal band Lorona. So wait a minute. What is a what, yeah, what does a happened? Sixteen-year-old prostitute have to do with his story? I know lyrics? he had to go over it again because these guys. Uh, <laughs> that, that seems like uh, one last thing, Mister Henley. Yeah, right. I, I know you don't want... like that the lyrics may have been nicked. Um, didn't you kill a sixteen-year-old with loads of heroin in the early eighties? See how that's germane to the prosecution. The Germans have nothing to do with this. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it was a bad decision. To kill a 16-year-old with heroin? Duh. I rest my case. (laughs) You're allowed to steal lyrics from this guy. There's a hardcore band out of Tennessee called Lorona. And Sunday, they announced they were parting ways with their singer, Diego, because he did something really messed up to another bandmate who goes by the name of Six. Diego wanted to steal Six's fiance, Caroline. Sure. So he started dosing Six with estrogen. Make him a woman. Apparently, Diego had some kind of job in this fitness or supplement industry, and he was providing Six with pre-workout formula. All estrogen. So he's secretly loading him up on estrogen. He grew boobies. I don't know how far it got, but he was attempting to force 
a transition onto him for the last five months. No, he made his skin soft and he made him have periods. <laughs> then once it really kicked in, he'd swoop in on Caroline. Yeah, once he turned his his, his rival into a woman, he could take his he could take his lady from him. That's great. <laughs> it cost six story. thousands of dollars in medical bills. He tried to figure out what was wrong with him. Now that he knows, every twenty eight days, my underwear fills with blood. He has to see an endocrinologist for uh, several months to see if his hormone levels are going to go back to normal. Wow. He started liking Grey's Anatomy. It was weird. Oh, man. That's crazy. It would be interesting to see the the pictures, you know, from five months. Yeah, if he started to get little boobs and stuff. Like, I don't think, I feel like I'm eating right, but maybe it's too much salt. I to shave as much. <laughs> my beard doesn't work anymore i'm soft really soft i only take the trash to the door and i expect someone else to finish the job i don't understand what's happened didn't they do that in that sandler uh, longest yard weren't they switching the guard stuff out with estrogen instead of their testosterone i didn't watch the sandler's yeah. longest yard because i'm an american oh stop man six is constantly nagging us yeah. <laughs> You guys, I don't want to have to ask if we want to practice. I want you to want to practice. Gee, Six. Six can't practice today. He, he's he got a headache. Okay, I need a break. Do you guys want to go to like a... Let's go to the painter's lounge and drink wine and make portraits. Okay, Six. And the one guy's just sitting back rubbing his hands together. <laughs> it's working. Well, I want, now I'm curious if I get my hands on estrogen, who in the building would turn into a bitch fastest? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no, no. I, mean, I think we could make Ben fly. <laughs> if oh, we gave him estrogen, I think man. he'd grow wings. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who else. But it would be kind of fun. You go down to KDKB and start handing out the estrogen. You're just going to have... No, we got our own thanks. It's yeah. going to be like... Uh, it's going to be like... Uh, what's that big tree movie? The Fern Gully, where they had the little fairy flying around the tree. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's enough of us. We're done. You guys have yourselves a fantastic Tuesday. Larry's coming up next. He's going to give you all sorts of stuff. Listen to him. And when he says, hey, I'm going to give you stuff, try to get it from him. It's easy. Doesn't make it hard on you. Easy peasy. Larry's next. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow in the morning sickness. So long. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. That he